0: four
1: things yo what's going on everybody uh my name is gm
2: what's going on y'all it's catfish this is four things baby it's what hip-hop nfts pop culture yep is there a fourth no it's it's not it's
1: not technically four things so how's it four things without four things there's four things fish it's, uh, it's a it's the show that is about more than just four things it's about three things
0: four things, four four things. things. Four. Four.
1: Oh, it's four things. Uh this is the fourth episode uh of season one of four things, the season finale. Um I got uh I got some things going on, man. We got um we got a special guest. If now I wanna I wanna warn everybody. Um uh I have I have my puppies around me. This is a thing now. So, um, one of them can be kind of vocal and loud sometimes. Uh, he might bark a little bit. He doesn't bark a lot, but I'm just letting you know, you might hear something in the background. If you do, that's him. I can't really do anything about it because my girlfriend got a job. So, so, um, how dare she? Yeah, right. Exactly. Right, right. I love, I mean, I love it. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm okay with it. But, uh, but if this is what we got to do, then this is what we got to do. So, um, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, we do a lot, of, a lot of things different around here, and this is just another one of the, one of the things. So, um, As you can hear, I have a guest uh, that is with me. Um, the way that we do things uh, at Four Things is I, I ask the guests to introduce themselves. Um, tell the people who you are, what you do, why they may know you, or why you would want them to know you.
3: Yeah, well, hello, everyone. My name is Jacob. I'm really happy to be on the podcast here. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I'm pretty new to the NFT space. That's kind of what I'm known for, I guess, on Twitter. There's probably zero of you who actually know me in real life or on social media. Um, I'm honored to be here on the season finale. I didn't know that's what I was getting myself into, but excited yeah, buddy. to uh, see where we go. And um, <laughs> I also have a dog who is quite loud sometimes. and might be in the background downstairs, but hopefully um, she'll be quiet for most of the talk. And... Yep yeah i'm excited to be here talk about anything really
1: yeah talk about the random things there's been a lot of stuff that's been going on man um in the last like week or so uh with nfts since the last segment i did um just to give people an idea of the way that this show works is i've never said that this show is chronological uh to begin with so Um, you're going to hear this segment and then, um, the next segment or the segment, even after that, possibly that you hear is going to be a segment that we recorded out of order. Um, I don't have a problem with that because I feel like good content is good content. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter really when it, when it drops in or whatever. Um, but something that's interesting about this is that this segment, the segment that you're going to hear, the reason why I'm going to leave it this way. And I'm not going to play that segment first is because, I want to I want to catch everybody up with what's been going on over the last week. Um I uh I won the Super Yeti giveaway. Um I was included into the Super Yeti experience. Um Jacob, you have a Super Yeti also, right?
3: Yes, I was um I am one of the OG Yetis, so I've been privy to some additional chats and kind of seeing what's going on behind the scenes. And I've done my best to try to, um, shape everything in my power. Right. Positively for the users and the Yeti fam.
1: Right. Well, and that's, and the thing is, is that I don't want, um, first off, I don't want Jacob to think like, oh shit, he had me on here just so he could talk about the Yeti shit. Cause that, that's definitely not it. Like that's, I promise you, like that's, I'm yeah, not, don't worry, I'm not. not All right, cool. I'm not, uh, I'm not roping you into anything or whatever. That's not, I'm, I don't hold on to grudges like that. I've learned that it just doesn't, it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't do anything. Like it's just not worth it. You know what I mean? Um, When it comes down to it, like, I don't know super Cape from, from anything. I don't know anybody involved in the project from anything. So I'm not going to take personal shots at anybody and I'm not going to try to get to the bottom of anything. Like there's really nothing, you know, to get to the bottom of like that. I can speak from it from my experience, though. Like I can speak from it, like what happened to me and how I saw it. And um, the listeners haven't really heard that part of it yet because, again, th- I've I've been away for uh, the last week or whatever with my folks being in. So, I'll say that when you listen to the segment with Gab, you'll hear that um, I was very excited about winning a Yeti. I mean, I I I gave them the best promotion that you could give them. I explained to Gab how she could, how she, why she should care about owning a Yeti and what she could do with it to utilize for herself in the future and to give the Yeti, uh, you know, legs and stuff like that. And I was very promising. Like there was no FUD. There was no, you know, whatever anybody wants to call it. Like I was very, very uh, promising. I was very positive about the, about the project and stuff like that. And, and then And then, um, things happened and, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get into it like that, but what I will say is this is from my side. This is what happened. And that's all I can say. Uh, there was a guy in the chat room that he was probably a kid. I don't know. I don't, I have no idea how old most of these people are. I'm, I'm a little bit older. I know I don't always sound like it, but I'm, I'm a little bit older. So, It's whatever. Like I I kind of assume that a lot of people are younger than me when things like this happen. So there was a a kid in the chat that became a mod, but before he became a mod, he would stalk my comments. Like I would just say random shit about like either the podcast or about Yetis or one time I was saying something about like, if anybody has a a Yeti that they want to sell me for like 0.05 or some shit like that before the release, I was like, you know, let me know. Cause I, I had plans to use the Yetis for for podcast content. I thought it would be fun. And um and more, I'll get into more on that yeah, later really cool. or, or other segments or whatever. But yeah, these things need to have a voice to them and shit like that. So I wanted to do that. And um and then uh stuff happened where um I didn't really feel like there was an appreciation for when I had them on the show the first time. Now I don't feel like people should like send me fucking roses and, and uh, gifts and flowers and whatever. Like that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when people are messaging and they're putting out there that they bought 150 of these because of the podcast. And then I'm getting messages from people directly that are saying I bought 20 of these because of the podcast, or I bought 40 because, because, uh, because of the podcast. That tells me that something happened. And when I look at the numbers and I see that you sold 3,000 of these things in in four days or whatever, and then you did the show, and then after the show, you sold out, you sold 7,000. That to me tells me that the podcast did something. So- i right away i'm like all right well there should be some kind of a open line of communication here where like if you guys are slacking on something or if you guys are missing on like you know customer relations or community manager or whatever you can hit me up like i obviously have an idea of what i'm what i'm doing like i might not know all the 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 ropes or whatever but i think i have a pretty good idea of of putting something together to make this launch go a little bit smoother never got contacted um when I mentioned it to super in the, uh, in the, the clubhouse, he kind of laughed it off a little bit. Like, he's like, Oh yeah, 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 I'll, I'll keep it in mind. And I'm like, what do you mean keep it in mind? Like, you're obviously missing a key component here. Like you guys need, you know, and I'm, and I feel passionate about your project enough where I'm willing to actually offer, you know, some help and some services. And, you know, if you want to figure out a way to add me to the team, let's do this. Um, Cause again, I'm, I feel like I'm bringing a skill to the table um, didn't really, you know, okay, whatever. So then this, this shit happened with the mod where they promote a mod that was shadow stalking me for fucking like five days or whatever that would put stuff underneath my comments or whatever. And, um, and when I noticed I had them blocked. And so when I noticed that there was a new mod that I couldn't read who it was and it was blocked, I was like, who's this? And I clicked and I realized, oh, that's the same guy. Did it just, did it fuck with me for five days unprovoked? Like, I didn't do anything to this guy. I didn't, I didn't call him names or anything like that. I wasn't, I wasn't an asshole to this guy. If anything, I was helpful to, to the, to the chat and to the community. And a lot of people stood up and said that to me. So, um, one morning I, I saw that he was in there and, you know, and I said something. I was like, oh, you know, you guys made this guy a mod. This is going to be bad news. Like, I'm telling you right now, this chat's going to go downhill. Like, this is, this is going to be, you know, fucking shit. I promise all of a sudden i'm banned i'm like what the fuck is this so um i uh you know i i i take my uh take my licking and i'm like all right well i guess i'm banned then then i hear that later on in the day they kicked him out from being a mod and um and he was he wasn't in the room anymore or whatever but then nobody hit me up to be like hey man um we appreciate we do appreciate everything that you did for uh for the launch of the super yetis um you know we'd like to be able to smooth this over if it just takes an apology then you know hey i'm sorry for banning you from the uh from the servers we're we're getting things together and we're gonna make it right i never got that i never got that so that's where i was like all right fuck it like i'm done and that's where i feel like they uh they found so what do you think about that jacob
3: yeah, well, you had obviously reached out to me or posted publicly on Twitter and I reached out to you. I forget exactly how it happened. but That's how it went
1: down, yep. Uh,
3: yeah, I mean, it's to me, it seems like
1: there was a mis- Oh, shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just muted Jacob, but I didn't mean to mute you, Jacob. You got to take yourself off mute, I think. I meant to oh, mute okay, me. My go. bad, bro. Oh, my God. We're amateurs around here. I haven't done this in a <laughs> while. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, Sorry about that, bro. Yeah, um,
3: so what I was saying is, yeah, I obviously felt bad for what happened or whatever went on between you and the old mod and I didn't, I wasn't aware of the situation even happened at all. The only interactions I've had with you were um, positive from, like you said, when you did the initial podcast with the Yetis, which um, was very productive and helpful and um, at a time where there was a lot of fud and things going on. And then since then, I, I, we hadn't really talked or we had just kind of, um, passed by on Twitter parting or right. um, retweeting and a few comments here and there, but then I heard that this happened. So I obviously wanted to reach out and try to make this situation a little better.
1: Yeah. And I, um, I appreciate you for, uh, for doing that. Yeah. That's pretty much what happened is I was, I can be an asshole. Like I'll be the first one to say it. Like, but, but the one thing I'll say is, um, I don't name call. Um, I'm not the guy that's out here like, Oh, Hey, super Cape, you bitch, blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't do that shit. Like I'm too old for that. So like there, I'm going to say what I have to say or whatever. And like, I'm going to get my point across the way I feel like I have to, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to go crazy and like, and, and make people feel mad uncomfortable or whatever. Cause like, I don't feel like the internet is the the place for it. Like, I don't feel like, I don't feel that safe in that, in, in that space. You know what I mean? Um, so I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, you know, I don't. I'm I'm not overly offended if I if I'm if I'm not reached out to anymore because I just I've to be honest with you I've kind of had some other people hit me up and some other things have come from the situation and so everything happens for a reason I guess.
3: Yeah, exactly. I think I think you've handled it well in terms of, you know, you just got to kind of move on sometimes and some people Just something, yeah, like you said, things come, not everything's meant to be, but it looks like some good things have come from it for you and hopefully we can kind of just keep moving in the right direction. And um,
1: Yeah, good luck to the Yetis and everything. I mean, I still own four of them, so it's like I mean, I would like for them to do well. You know, that would be nice for me.
3: Yeah, me too. I mean, I I would love to see um, the utility come from it and it looks like they're working hard on the 3d files and getting those all out to the users. So I'm happy that they're, you know, it's not a rug pull. They're still working hard. Obviously there was, I think, too much hype to be lived up to. Uh, I think they were pretty transparent that, um, it was going to take some time to get to where they wanted to be in terms of everything they wanted to deliver. And there was a lot of things that they, um, we're working on right before the launch to add all those new features, which took up a lot of time too. So I think people just need to be patient and, you know, that's kind of the exact opposite of what the NFT space is. Right. So I think we'll see what happens, but it looks like there's some partnerships in the works and some things that are um, hopefully going to bring the value back and bring the Yeti name um, into a good light.
1: One thing I will, the, the last thing I'll say about the Yeti situation and um, you know, the, uh is super cape if you are listening uh you can take this as a good thing or a bad thing but um i i do think that super cape is i don't i think the word would be almost stubborn i think he's stubborn enough to make this thing work i think that it's at a position where it's like he has the the connections and the situation and all that and i don't think that he's comfortable with with it failing. I, like I, I, there's sometimes where people start ideas or, or situations where they're like, eh, if it fails, it fails. I'll get into something else. The one thing that I got I, that I get from him that I got from him when, when he was on the show is the vibe is that he is not going to let this thing fail. So if that's the case, then as a, as a, you know, as a Yeti owner or whatever, I feel, I feel confident in that. I just don't know how long it's going to be.
3: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what really drew me to the project originally Um, I mean obviously I I really liked the art to begin with and I thought that it was a cool, kind of unique thing in the NFT space. There's a ton of different copycat projects like going on with so many different avatars, but this was kind of something different in the 3D and the promise of a game. You know, Board Apes kind of um you know, brought that utility later because of the amazing team they had, but um this was something that was on the roadmap for the beginning for the Yetis and something that was promised. So I thought that was cool and then I I knew that there was very early stages for everything, but what gave me the confidence to kind of speculate was just how passionate the team was. Like you were saying, um, I know these guys are working hard and I mean, I can tell um, how much effort they're putting into it and all the energy that they're bringing in with the new people that they're hiring or just bringing into the community and the OG Yeti. So I'm excited for what's to come. And like you said, I think it'll just take some time.
1: And and the other thing is, is let's be honest. I mean, we, we've seen a situation now over the last week with the, uh, the board apes and the dogs where the dogs, I'm not going to, I'm not saying that the dogs are going to flip the board apes. Like that's crazy. But what I'm, but what I'm saying is, is that it gives value to owning board apes even more where you get something that has value to it. So maybe owning a Yeti will eventually get us something else that, is more accepted by the community. You know what I mean? Or like more accepted by the collectors or whatever, where, where people look at it, you know, like they, they think they feel like because they have the time to put into it now, maybe they come up with something cool for an airdrop or whatever. And all of a sudden that, that spikes the interest.
3: Exactly. I think it has a lot to do with like partnerships and things like that too. So, I mean, if super Yeti gets a cool game in the sandbox and you can bring your Yeti into the sandbox and, you know, there's going to be a bunch of apes in there already, but not everyone can afford that. The Yetis are much more affordable and, you know, there's the charitable cause and thing behind it. So that's another um, opportunity for people to kind of get in the sandbox and own a cool, unique um, piece of art that way and participate.
1: Right. So for, uh, for the people that are listening that are, you know, NFT collectors, owners, uh, buyers, sellers, whatever. um, When you hear this, uh, this is not coming out tonight or whatever. So when you hear this, it it very well could be dated. Like what's going to end up happening is, is they're going to actually end up putting out the dogs, uh, soon and everybody's going to already know what they look like and blah, blah, blah. So we can't speculate on any of that kind of stuff because it's going to all sound dated when you, when you hear this, uh, this segment, but there's a bunch of stuff that's happened over the last week, um, that we can kind of touch on, uh, and, you know, talk about a little bit to bring light to, um, that people might be interested in. And that stuff's not going to get dated because it's already, it's already old. Um, even though it's very new, it's, it's all stuff that happened within the last like two to three days. I, I'm sure you understand Jacob, because you've been in the space a little bit where you've realized that like a day equals a week. or Oh week. yeah.
3: Even a few hours, it's just insane how things can change. I mean, I don't want to go too into the, Misfits project, but oh I mean, my that was a roller coaster from the start to finish.
1: I went to sleep last night and I said, to, I showed, I showed my girl what happened with the project or whatever. And, um, I showed her the picture of, um, I'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later on, but, um, I showed her the picture and she, and she looked and she's like, oh yeah, that, yeah, that sucks. I, I could, I could understand. And then this morning I wake up and like, people are already talking about fucking i don't even know what they were talking about this morning it wasn't pickles but it was it was basically the same thing where like the news cycle flies so oh i know jay-z uh jay-z made his avatar a punk
3: yeah jay-z and then there's waka Flocka and snoop Dogg too it was it was a great i mean there's some nights where it can kind of seem quiet and those nights you know you you feel a little bit bored it really depends kind of what your time schedule is like because right there's some nights where it's like, Oh, I'm super busy or I'm super tired and I can't really focus. And then you might miss a ton of things. And there are other nights where it's like, Oh, I'm actually just scrolling Twitter 24 seven, but it's kind of dead right now. So right. you really never know what you're going to get, but usually it's insane.
1: Well, um, that all goes into the wrap up that I wanted to bring up. Also, the first thing I want to do is, um, I got I got to shout out, uh, um fisher uh it's fish vr um so fish fishy um they they call them a bunch of uh cute names (laughs) and uh but i gotta i gotta i gotta seriously shout out fish for um uh last week um i i replied to a tweet of his where i i just mentioned uh you just asked a question of what, um, what's something that you've sacrificed or, or been through, um, to, to do, uh, your art or your craft or whatever. And, um, if you listen back to, <clears throat> to episode three, um, the last segment with Harold bingo, I go through a lot of my arrest record and, um, and a lot of it is bullshit. And I know a lot of people, when they get arrested, that's the first thing, like when they're in jail, you're like, Oh, what are you in for? And, uh, they're like, I didn't do it, man. I didn't do it. But like, I, I'll say I did it, but it was just all dumb shit. And the one thing that really hit my, uh, my record was an arrest in Arizona for a gram of hash where they hit me for a felony for that, for the, uh, pen they used to smoke it out of and, um, and a felony for a DUI and then a misdemeanor charge for a, a half an ounce of weed. And that was like, that's like my big, you know, my big one or whatever. Um, and during that time when I got like when I got arrested, I was on prob or before I went to court for all that, like as I was going to court for it, um, I had a show uh out in South by Southwest as a rapper where I was I was going out there to perform. And I didn't want to miss it. Like the whole reason why I went to Arizona was to go to Texas so I could perform uh, you know, in this show and then go back to New York. Um, I have family out in Arizona and friends and stuff like that, so I figure I would make it a little bit of a trip. So nice. um yeah, so well, yeah, well then I got arrested in Arizona, got um got okayed by the judge to go out to Texas, uh lost my ID in the back of a cop car in Texas, oh,
2: went no. back
1: to Arizona, and my, my lawyer's like, All right, you ready to go in front of the judge? You got your ID and everything? And I'm like, <laughs> funny thing about, about that. that. Yeah, and um and he was like, Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And so I had to deal with that. Then um, it was Easter weekend. So I had to get a flight back to New York to check in with my new probation. And I had to do it within 48 hours of my court date. And so that means I had to pay like $950 for a fucking one-way trip from Arizona to New York. It was ridiculous. Jeez. So like all these things, you know, and I, I'm not the guy that likes like the NFT sob stories and stuff like that. Because I know there's a lot of those around, but like, this is just all real life shit that I've been through. It's not me. Like I I, I didn't hit up fish to be like, Hey, this is, uh, you know, this is my sob story or whatever. Like he just, he happened to mention something and he was like, um, you know, and he was like one night, uh, I was, uh, I was doing graffiti and the cops, uh, the cops came and I ran from the cops and puked all over myself and hid underneath the grate in the, in the oh street. And he's like, you know, it was like the scariest night of my life or whatever, you know, something like that. And, um, and so I just hit him up and I was like, yo, I, uh, I went out to Texas and, um, you know, and, uh, on clearance from the judge or whatever. Um, because I had a show out there to do, um, lost my license out there. Uh, it was a big fucking, you know, mess. And he replies back to me and he says, that's crazy. Um, what, uh, how did it go? Like, how'd the show go? And I go, well, I lost my ID and, uh, and then I had to get back to Arizona and then, you know, eventually I had to get back to New York to do probation for a year and a half. And he goes, um, do you have a devil?" And I go, no, I don't. And I said, uh, I said, I've, I've been considering selling a kidney for one, but I uh, haven't gotten around to it yet. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he said, um, what's your, uh, what's your, what's your address? Like, what's your Ethereum address? And I was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. And so I, I sent him my address and um, sure enough, he sent me over the, uh, the kid, a uh, locked up Devil, where um, it's the, uh, yeah. And, and, and I've been following kid eight now for like, probably like two, like two months or so, like two and a half months um, since I got into the space and out of like the, the, the more traditional art space or whatever, and started up the podcast again and stuff like that. So I've been eyeing them and I've wanted to get them, but. I mean, I'm fucking broke. Like I'm, I'm being honest. Like I have a lot of shit that I'm doing in terms of restoring the house that we're in. Um, it's just, I'm I'm taking care of my girl because, uh, like I said, she didn't have a job and stuff like that. I don't really have a, a job. Like I'm doing side hustle stuff. So it's just one of those things where I haven't had the money to be able to to really get into the NFT world as much as I wanted to in terms of buying yeah. shit. It's just what it is. And I don't ask for handouts. I don't look for handouts. I will say that if you want to include your NFT as part of what I do with the show and stuff like that, then I am all ears and I have ideas and that all that stuff is coming down the line. Like I'm not looking for a handout because I know whatever I get is earned. So that's like, even with this... I thought about it afterwards and I was like, yo, why would this dude do this for me? Like, I don't know him like that. Like, and and that's no offense to him. But like, I'm just saying, like, where I'm from and like and, and how I came up and shit, like, people don't just do shit like that for people. And so I was like, why you know, that's crazy that he would do that shit for me. Like, that's that's incredibly dope. And I thought about it and like it's like that everything happens for a reason thing that we were talking about. Like all those arrests and all those bullshit arrests that I had and shit like that, like I didn't get a payoff for those. Like there wasn't ever a time where like, where somebody was like, well, you know, everything happens for a reason. And I was like, Oh, you're right. Like, I am so glad I got arrested fucking five times for bullshit in my life. Um, <laughs> but this is the one time where I can say everything happens for a reason. Like if I didn't get arrested those five times, I wouldn't have had a reason to reply to, to, to fishy when he, uh, when he was talking about it. And, um, he wouldn't have had a reason to, to want to send me that specific evil. So I really do uh, appreciate it. I'm extremely grateful. Um, I just want to let him know if he's listening, um, you know, thank you for, uh, for doing that, bro. I'm never going to forget it. Um, it's not something I, I take lightly at all. Um, so I appreciate it. Um, crazy story, right, Jacob? Oh no. Yeah.
3: That's not shout out to fishy. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's fish VR. It's um, yeah. It's- I just
3: followed him on Twitter. He just got a sick new um, kid. A evil with a VR headset. So congrats to him.
1: Yeah. It's actually made after him. It's, it's named after him and whatnot. Like kid from oh, what I understand kid. Yeah. Kid made it. And uh, that was like the, the one there's a couple in the collection that are made after collectors. Basically.
2: I'm
3: going to tweet at him right now.
1: Yeah, so tell him that we're talking about him on the show or whatever. Yeah, um, cool only good things, but uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's a good dude, man. He's like I said, like that's you know, nobody hit him up asking for shit either. Don't don't beg him for shit, like you know, whatever. I'm I'm just saying he's a good dude and yeah, uh, he's not a sugar daddy. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I, I know that I already know Kid Eight's been calling him a sugar daddy, but that's but um, <clears throat> like I said, man, it couldn't it couldn't have gone in better hands because uh, when it comes down to, I'm gonna. I'm going to have him on the show and I'll talk to him about it and see what his uh, his qualifications are for me holding this thing. Um, and we're going to get this thing worked out because like, yeah, man, you I got gotta, to. hey, I, Wallace, I swear to my sorry, I had to yell at my dog real quick. But uh, I'm not, saying I'm not editing it out. <laughs> Oh, I'm not editing it out either. People got to know how to – they got to know how to talk to their dogs sometimes when they're walking around looking for a place to pee. You can't just lift your leg. That's My dogs just lift their legs, man. Like they don't even pee. They just walk up to stuff and just lift their fucking legs. Like do you have that problem with your dog? Uh, No, not really.
3: I mean, He's a I big dog, just, right? No, I got a small dog. So. Really?
1: Yeah. Wow. My dogs are small and they just walk up to stuff and just lift their leg. They don't even pee.
3: Really? My boys don't even
1: lift their legs when they actually
3: pee. Really? Yeah. Oh, kind they're girls?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's why, yeah, I got boys. Like they're um. Yeah, they're they're two boys. Actually, I call them, um they're like those Russian nesting dolls. Like, oh, there she know? Is. <laughs> oh yeah, I hear her now. Damn, she must have heard us talking. Um I got you know like those Russian uh Russian nesting dolls where they uh you put like one inside another inside another? Yep. Yeah. That's like what my dogs are. I got one Shih Tzu and I tried to get another Shih Tzu um, that would be like the same size. And he is not the same size. He's like half the size of my other dog. So it's like a mini Shih Tzu and then like a regular size Shih Tzu. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Awesome. So I um, they're sneaky, man. They're low to the ground. They just try to lift their leg on everything. It's crazy.
2: That's but funny. anyways,
1: uh, um, so... I got that out of the way. Uh, We were talking about Jay-Z with the, with the punk, uh, with the punk AV. Um, What's going on with this? Like, what do you, what are your, what are your thoughts on this? Is this good for punks or bad for punks? Ultimately.
3: I think, I mean, all publicity is good publicity. So I don't think it could be bad in any way. I mean,
1: overexposure um, maybe.
3: Not really. I mean, I think it's just for the NFT space. It's good. I think for Jay-Z it's good. I think for punks, it's good. I mean, I think just more people seeing it, even if people are like, Oh, that sucks. Like, you know, that's, that's fine with me. And everyone's entitled to their opinion. They can think that now, if they change their mind later, great. If they don't also great, you know, I'm kind of just, it's exciting to see more people learn about it. And um, yeah, I mean, I retweeted it for sure. I'm excited to spread the news as well.
1: I agree. I think it's, I think it's good um, for people to see and like for people for the conversation and for punks and stuff like that. But I guess what my thing is, is like, um, I don't know, like jay Z's cool. Like he's, he, Jay-Z is low key. Like he's my favorite rapper of all time. So like when it comes down to it, I, I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about Jay-Z. I'm not like, Oh, fuck Jay-Z and fuck his punk and bot. Like, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is, is like, so like jay Z's cool, but like, what about, I don't know. I, I don't even know who to think of like who to say without like pissing somebody off or whatever. Where it's like what if like Flowrider gets one of these things or whatever? And then like Flowrider puts a punk as like his thing. And like is it still cool then? Or like what happened like like then do people look at it and they're like, I don't want one of those. Flowrider has it.
3: Uh I, I don't know. I feel like it'd have to be pretty someone pretty bad or someone you're pretty against. Um like a politician or something for it to really be that polarizing. I mean, flow ride once one, let's have him pick him up, add him after this podcast, you know, like I'm here for it. I think he streams on Twitch a little bit. He's got some funny clips. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't really care who you are.
1: If you Look, have, sorry, flow ride is the one that I, I, I think even in the next segment, I bring up the fact that flow ride is like one rapper that I just, I just can't fuck with. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I can't like, I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm just saying like, as a rapper, like I just, I just can't do it.
3: Yeah, I mean that's fair. If it's not yeah. your taste, then it's exactly. not your taste. Exactly. But you know uh, in terms of them just adopting NFTs, like I like the art, you know, I like the utility, I like the community. So if one new person gets it, it doesn't really um affect me too much. You know, I'm just trying to spread the love and more of the merrier.
1: Right. Um yeah, I'm not I mean a flow rider wants to uh wants to, to get a um an NFT by all means, go for it. I'm just saying like, I don't know.
3: Next time I see him, I'm telling him, you told him he can't get <laughs> <go for
1: it. laughs> That's fine. I, Hey man, I walked up to, you know, the rapper Elzai. I don't. He's a, he's an underground rapper. Uh, He's, he's pretty well known though. Like he's, I don't say underground in the means that like, he's, he's not, um, you know, somewhat popular or whatever. Like he's pretty popular. I saw him out of South by Southwest. Oh yeah. I'm just not
3: too connected in that scene. So
1: I got you. That's, that's the, that's what we're here for, man. That's now, you know, Elzai and now you can check him out. Well, the thing about Elzai was I saw him perform and, um, he killed it on stage. And, uh, afterwards my boy, Eddie, um, knew Elzai and he, he, uh, he linked us and he was like, yo, Elzai, uh, this is my boy GM. He's a rapper, uh, from upstate New York. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, Hey man, um, I don't really listen to a lot of your shit, but what you did up there was dope as fuck. I'm going to have to check out more of what you do. And Eddie was like, yo, you can't say that, man. Like you can't like, no, you can't. Say-. And I'm like, why? And Elzai looked at him. He's like, no, nah, it's cool. Like I would rather have him say that than have him say like some bullshit that he owns all my albums and knows all the words and all that shit when he doesn't. So, um, you know, so I would, I would rather be honest about it. And that's like, uh, that's the same thing I would tell Flow Riders is if he was on the show, I'd be like, look, man, I don't really fuck with your, uh, with your, with your music too much after you got out of, uh, what you were doing with Ross and them. But what do you got to say? Like, what are you, what are you collecting? Waka got an ape.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's better to be real, you know, no? you, you, you weren't being like, harmful in any way or you weren't saying anything terrible you're just being honest about your opinion and you know he changed your mind like you said so that's it's just good and I think that's more meaningful like he said to you so
1: I agree um Waka Flocka got an ape Snoop Dogg got an ape well we think I don't know if Snoop Snoop Dogg got it I was just gonna say I don't I don't think Snoop Dogg got an ape but he was talking about well he wanted somebody to give him one and I mean, I don't think that's, I mean, shit, if somebody wants to airdrop me in a fucking go for it, but I'm not, I'm not <laughs> going to be particular and tell you I need a gold one. And,
3: uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Four, four things podcast, uh, dot ETH is, uh, is where you can send one of those. Um, but when it comes down to it, like, I mean, I don't, I don't know if somebody wants to give them one, you know, go for it, I guess. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, is that, what's the, what's the process with like gifting? Like is, cause, cause like I was talking about, like I got gifted a devil, um and people could be like, oh, you didn't really earn it. Like you didn't, you're not really part of the community cause you didn't buy it. Like you didn't, you know, blah, blah, blah. But somebody, somebody felt like I was, I was worthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, it's the same thing with Snoop. Like if Snoop gets like a, a board ape or whatever, it's gifted to him. Like, does that matter? um As opposed to him buying it?
3: Uh, I mean, yeah. In terms of like, he's got more money in the than me. Like, fuck that. You know, if you got one, you got one. It doesn't really matter how you got it. I mean, right. there's like, um, you know, I mean, it just is what it is. It's if you rep it and you like it, then go for it. I mean, I do have a little bit of like distaste for people who kind of, um, maybe hop just from one community to another or, right. you know, just kind of try to leverage it for their own growth. But even then it's like, I can't really hate on you. You know, you're just out here hustling. Like I I just prefer the genuine relationships I make. And it's not saying I can't have genuine relationships with those people too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think you can gatekeep for the community. It's a, you know, it's a picture, it's a JPEG. So if you got it, you got it. If you're gifted it and you're not like repping it, I, I will say that's a little different than, um, repping it just in terms of like increasing the brand value i guess so if like someone gives snoop Dogg an eight and it just sits in his wallet and no one really knows um then you know that's not really gonna impact the community but if he's like hell yeah this ape's sick then that's you know a more of a benefit but i think either way he's technically you know in the club
1: What, what my prediction is with the Jay-Z thing, by the way, this is just my prediction. Like maybe I'm fucking crazy or maybe this goes to, uh, to post and all of a sudden I look like a genius. That's the way this stuff goes. Um, I think Jay-Z is going to keep it as his profile picture for like a week and then he's going to put it up for sale, um, as, as an auction. Um, and it's going to become like, you're going to, you're going to own a, like a piece of Jay-Z's like prior possession you know what i mean because that's the way nfts work with the blockchain. oh yeah
3: no i mean that yeah i I don't think that's a bad guess at all whether he does it in a week a month a year you know right if it's on it's got jay-z's wallet address it was his profile picture like it's worth more because it was his you know just by proxy so yeah i mean smart move for him he'll make some money i'm sure
1: yeah I, i think that's gonna oh boy we got thunder starting now the dogs are now this stupid i I love my dog, but he's just so uh yippy, you know what i mean over the over the little things,
3: oh yeah, um, they get terrified real easily,
1: oh my God, like this guy like I'm gonna have to end up holding him and stuff for the podcast. He's such a baby, um, I mean, I love him like I said, but he's just a baby um so yeah, so uh so apes uh waka snoop um <clears throat> I don't know uh craniums and misfits uh what are your what are your thoughts on those?
3: Yeah. So those are two projects I haven't, uh, aped into myself yet, but that's just kind of, um, my personal preference. I don't like to try to flip too much just because I don't have a ton of ETH to play around. Like you said, you know, I'm just trying to be a little bit more, um, careful, even though there's a lot of things I see where I'm like, I could buy this, I could buy that. And I'm like, no, let me just not FOMO right now. And then, you know, I see it selling for double right after, um, one of my biggest, I don't know, mistakes or learning moments, I guess, was, so my understanding was when something first comes up for sale, like the Yetis or any, any project, you know, that's when it's selling for kind of the highest. Cause people are like, Oh, well it's, you know, what am I going to sell it for? And then the price will kind of drop, especially like unreleased things where you can't see what it is. Right. And then um, the price will kind of drop. But with the dogs, I mean, they started off at like point, 8.7 maybe they went down to like 0.5 for a little bit and then you know they skyrocketed i sold mine around like 0.74 um just because i was like i want to make my money back for my eighth you know this will make me feel really confident to invest in other projects give me some like liquidity because i was basically at zero eth to spend right. at that point point. and um so yeah that just made me feel comfortable kind of being able to explore the nft space a little bit more yeah and so i was like oh this is amazing and uh i mean now they're selling for like 1.6 so i feel like an idiot i should have held um but you know you live and you learn like they say paper hands or green hands so sometimes it can work out but i mean there are some things that i'm never going to sell and that's like my ape um just because there's so many benefits that come with it
1: right that's i mean that makes sense um I would have, uh, yeah, I would have recommend and it's basically you answered your own, uh, your own, your own issue or whatever. Like people are going to hold, uh, if, especially if it's unveiled or whatever, or if it's not unveiled and like, it's just a hidden, um, like a hidden, uh, dog or whatever, they're going to, um, they're going to hold it until the last second, um, for sales. And I think because the hype, you know what I mean? Like people are going to get hyped into it. Um, leading up to it or whatever. And so I think that ends up playing into a huge factor of it. Why, why they're even up to as high as they are right now is just the hype of what you might get. If it's the gold dog or if it's a matching dog to another, you know, like people start to come up with more concepts and theories. And, you know, the longer that, that they, that they draw out. And with a project like those, with like, with like the Bored Apes, like they've had success with projects before. Um, or at least with, with drops, like with the, the hoodie drop, like the, those went up to a, like one Ethereum or something like that, or like 0.8 or something Jeez. like that. Yeah. So it's, and it's like, those are just for the hoodies or whatever. So it's, I mean, they've, they've shown that there's value in what they're dropping. So um, I'm not, I'm not going to play the, like, if I were you, I would have, but at the same time, that's kind of what I have to do here, I guess. Um, if I were you, I would have, uh, I would have held until the last like 12 hours or so. And then yeah. seeing what the, what the price was. Cause that's where the biggest hype is going to be. And then if you really want to make sure you get rid of it, get rid of it then. And then if you don't really care, if you get rid of it, just fucking hold it until the last like couple hours and see if you can get like an outrageous price for it. You know?
3: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it's the, you live and you learn. So yep. I'm happy to, you know, it wasn't too expensive of a mistake for me, but right. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll move on and see what happens next.
1: No. And you still made something for, I mean, I'm, I still, I'm impressed with what they're doing with board apes in general, just for the fact that, you know, if you own an ape, it's, you know, the utility of it, like they are giving it utility and that's before they even have a a cartoon or a video game or a movie or whatever else they're, you know, they could possibly cook up, you know?
3: Oh yeah. Speaking of that, um, my ape, Bam Bam, seven, two, one, zero is in the running against uh, another ape for the Punks comic. So if anyone listening wants to go vote, by the time you've heard this, it definitely will be live. It's going live tonight. I think it might have just went live right now, actually, or it's in an hour. How but, long does it stay up for? Uh, I think it's a couple of days, but I mean, there's multiple rounds. So yep. it's gonna, you know, if we make it out of this round, I'm up against Beautiful. a tough component. It's another great ape. So really, I just hope one of us can, um, pull it out in the end we've yep. both got um the cheetah pelt i think but cheetah gang um, yeah well not cheetah gang so i'm blue and i think he's brown but we've got the cheetah pelt on which is kind of a rare trade oh okay
1: i see what you're okay i see what you're talking about the pelt like the you're talking about like the coat. yeah the, okay. okay yeah yeah. yeah yeah
3: so yeah i'm hoping i can make it at least out of the first round i think that i didn't never thought i would make it this far honestly so i was super stoked to just be you know, one of the 38 apes that are competing or whatever it is. So yeah, if you guys want to vote, that'd be awesome.
1: I like how you, uh, I like how you plug that. You're good. You're getting good at this. You worked to, it in there smooth. <laughs> Um. So what about the, uh, the misfits? We talked about it earlier. And um, where do you, where do you stand on the, uh, the misfits controversy? Like I said, it's not going to really matter. Cause when people hear this, like it's going to be on to, pickles or whatever is being released tonight yeah like, i mean it's but. just
3: a shame what they did and how they did it uh their excuse was you know it's random art like how are we supposed to know but i mean being a part of the yetis like i know how the process works a little bit more like i've seen you know what is it i've seen in the how the hot dogs made or whatever you want right. to expression you want to use and I mean, you know what traits are going into it. You know, you made a um, um, duct tape mouth and a crying eyes and a frat house. And it it just, it's a really bad look. You can give some more context, I guess, to what the the kind of controversy is. But when you're coming up with the traits, you got to kind of just have the forethought to be like, okay, this is a really bad idea. It could trigger a lot of people, you know, it's sending off a bad message and it's just not something positive at all. And it's really not that hard to see. Um, So if I was on the project, I think I would have been able to see it, but it's it's obviously a lot easier to say that from the outside, but I think overall they had like a well-written apology. Hopefully they meant it. I think they're donating some stuff to charity. So that's good. It's really, it's, there's really nothing you can do to fix the damage that they've done, but they've, you know, tried to make amends, it seems, which is good, but I was never super into the art or the project to begin with. So there was no really harm lost. I thought about maybe minting one or two, but the website was kind of funky as well. So I just, yeah, there was just a lot of things that kind of store s- steered me away.
1: Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think you. I think you gave it pretty much what it was. Like they, they put out a random generated project. Uh, it ended up matching up um, pieces that they didn't really expect to have matched up or wanted to be matched up, um, and it kind of gave a bad look. I guess there's a few things. One. I think that they definitely should have had better foresight to know what was coming um, in terms of what's like the, like when you do a project like this, I think what people are going to have to start adding to their list is like, what's the worst outcome that we could have from these, from these random generations. And yeah. And you know,
3: to go off that too, it's like, mm -hmm. uh, this is just like my personal feelings, but there's a lot of people adding like tears and duct tape. And I mean, these just are traits where it's like, you know, you could add rainbows or heart eyes
1: or, well, I guess that's okay. So that's the thing that I, that I'm kind of more interested in with this is like um, I hear what you're saying and I'm, I'm not saying that I disagree, but at the same time, I am a fan of like horror movies. I am a fan of like kind of dark art and stuff like that. I'm not yeah. saying, and I'm not saying that this is like a whole, I don't want everything to be horror. Trust me. I have a lot of, like I have a physical collection of stuff. And I'll, and I would say it's about one quarter cute shit and like one quarter, like, like horror or kind of dark stuff. And then probably half that's just like neutral and just, and just like kind of normal. You could, it could be considered, you know, one way or the other. Um, so I'm not the guy who I'm just like, everything has to be dark and everything has, like, I'm not that guy, but. I do think it's interesting that out of all the projects that we've seen, we've seen, you know, everything from fucking, I mean, Yetis to sloths, to um, apes, to, you know, whatever uh, punks to it's very rare that we see something that's, that's like dark, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the stuff that we've seen has been pretty light and like pretty lighthearted. And then like you get into the stuff where it's like, we have like nine year olds now that are selling their first NFT and stuff like that, where Parents are promoting their nine-year-old selling NFTs, and I like. I saw a tweet the other day where a nine-year-old said, um, "Thank you so much for buying uh, and, and and buying and uh, buying all my collection. It really adds value to my collectors." And I'm like, "What? What are you talking about? Value to your collectors? You're nine. Like, what are you <laughs> worried about?" And like, so. I think that there's like a thing there where like when the story is attached to it, like, oh, my nine-year-old made this, like everybody's like, oh, it's so cute. Like we have to go cute. Like we have to get cute. But like, we're going to have to have a conversation at some point where things start to turn dark. You know what I mean? Like it's going, it's going to happen. Like it always happens. Like it's just going to happen. So when it happens, does that mean that if do like, do we have to start dealing with like, um, kind of like parental advisory type stickers and stuff like that, like for projects and stuff. Cause I know that their intention for this project wasn't to put a dark image in it. I get it. I, I understand. I'm I'm just, I'm just taking this like a step further, I guess, in terms of like, you know, like you said, like they could generate it with rain, with rainbows or with unicorns or whatever. But like, the fact is, is that there's people out there that want to collect NFTs also that, they're, maybe they're not looking for like people with like their stomachs ripped open and stuff, but they're looking for like, you know, like a, a Dracula and maybe like a Dracula victim or something like that or whatever, like some kind of pain is going to be expressed in the, in the image. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, definitely. I agree. And those are just kind of the first uh, things that came to mind because I mean, I don't really like like the crying stuff that doesn't just appeal to me, but right. I mean maybe it does to someone else, but I think what you're getting to, and I think like the craniums do a good example of it. I think there's a ton of different like skulls and ghosts and kind of horror type things like that. So I think there's already a bit of that, but you're right. Even those are kind of lighthearted and not, um, too serious. But, um, yeah, I think this is where you get into the conversation of like censorship and parental advisory and things like that. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what, um, Ethereum and decentralized platforms like that are trying to get away from, I think OpenC is pretty centralized. So unfortunately or fortunately um, they can, I think censor things like that, which overall is probably not great for the space, but I mean, there are certain like terrible things where you would want, you wouldn't want to see it or you wouldn't want it out there. Right. But um, yeah, I don't know. These are tough conversations and it, We'll see what happens with the space of alls and how people react.
1: Here is my, um, my, I haven't seen this anywhere. I haven't seen anybody say this and I'm, I'm surprised kind of, but this is like my, my hot take on this or whatever. The reason why this is, other than the obviously, you know, ugly, um, uh, feeling behind it and stuff like that when you look at the, uh, the images or whatever, the reason, the reason why I think this is, um, kind of like settling, like unsettling to some people right now, and kind of marinating with them differently or hitting them differently right now is because, just the other day, <clears throat> there was a talk about how there's not enough uh, women representation or girl yeah, representation yeah. in NFTs, and now the first project that came out since then that really looked like it had a representation for for women in NFTs and girls and equal diversity and stuff like that it's like the first images that we see from after release are those images. And then like, you're like, ah, shit. Like they, like, that's not what they meant by having girl representation in NFTs. (laughs) Like that's, that's the exact opposite of what they wanted. So, um, so I think that to me, that was like the biggest takeaway for this, for me is that it just goes to show that there needs to be more representation for uh for women in a positive light in uh in NFTs and I agree with that completely. Um I do think that they were they were definitely ugly. Like they definitely they they and by ugly I just mean they just felt they just felt wrong. You know what I mean? Like when you look at them, they just kind of feel wrong. And I don't think that's anybody projecting anything. I think it's empathy. Like I think it's just it it's just you try to be you know you try to be kind or whatever. Um and so I think that was it. I think that they did the right thing by um they donated they're saying that they're donating a a crap load of Ethereum to a um to a uh to a good cause. I'm not sure of the cause exactly. Um might have
3: rain or something. I don't remember anything. Yeah,
1: rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. And then uh, and then they said that they're buying back the uh the images and burning them. Um, so that's cool too. I mean, they're doing everything that they can to try to fix it. And, uh, and that's, that's sweet. Like, that's awesome. But it's kind of like he said, like, I don't think they did it intentionally, but I think you have to sit down and, and really look at stuff and kind of like what you were saying, like, why would you have, why would you even have the duct tape in there? Or why would you even have the crying eyes in there unless you meant for them to be on somebody? Yeah. You know, like they have to go somewhere.
3: Yeah. And you, you put them in the algorithm to be randomized, you know? Yeah
1: that's the one thing that I would say about in uh, just about Yeti's, this is like something that I had like when, um, when they were coming out, cause I showed my, I showed my girl, I, you know, I asked her what she thought and she goes, is there, is there any girl ones? And I'm like, I don't know, like, good, you know, good call. And then when I asked super about it, he was like, oh yeah, there's no girl or boy. Like they're, you know, we want everybody to feel included. Okay. All right. Sure. I guess. But then the problem is, is like, let's be real. like, there's guys out there who get a super Yeti that don't want pearls on their super Yeti. Like they don't want like an athletic coat with glasses and all that. And then they have pearls on them. And I understand they're like snow pearls or whatever. Like I get, they're supposed to have like a different (laughs) feeling, but they just don't like when you look at them, it's just what it is. Like you don't really love the fact that you got a, a a boy Yeti with pearls on it or whatever. It's not the coolest thing in the world. I think in my opinion, I think that they should have equipped like certain traits should have snapped to each other. So like the pearls should have been available, like only for like the purple, pink and etc. You know what I mean? And I understand that that makes it more girl boy, like, but at the same time, like, again, you got to appease the collector in some way, I think.
3: Yeah. I think that's a good point. I mean, these are things that I've thought about as well. I was looking through that and other collections and um, yeah, I mean, I think there's always going to be, art that, you know, appeals more to a gender or appeals more to one person for whatever reason and versus another person, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, all that stuff. So it's hard to, you know, draw a line, but I, I think that there are ways to kind of um, do that. And I think one of the reasons Board Apes has been so successful is, you know, I'll look through hundreds of apes and all of them look good. Like there's not, there's almost none that Um, I'm like, Oh, that one's gross. Or like, I don't want that one. So right. And that's really hard to do, especially with a generative art project like that. So I I think that just goes to show the kind of success that you can have if you get it right. But it's so hard to, you know, please everybody, you're never going to please everybody. So I don't think that's what you should aim for. But I definitely see your point. And um, it is tough when you mint one, you know, if you can only mint a couple and you, you get ones that you don't like, it's, it's really tough, but, um, that's just kind of, uh, the name of the game, unfortunately for better or for worse.
1: Well, I've kind of, I've kind of prepared myself because like I said, like I used to collect dunnies and stuff like that. And I still do when they put out sets that I like and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm well-versed in like the blind box world. I mean, uh, the podcast that we had before was called the blind box. Like it was, that was the, the, the theory behind the show, basically, you never know what you were going to get. You could pull anything out, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, And so I'm very familiar with, with that system. And that's the reason why probably I like the apes or the Yeti's uh, um, approach going into it is because I was like, Oh, this is like a blind box. So that's why like, even in the community, I was trying to hit people to like, I've been to blind box launch parties before where you go there and you buy 4 of them or whatever and then you stand around and you wait for other people to open up their boxes and then you you get in like you see like you watch them open them from afar and you fucking stalk them basically on some like weirdo shit and then and then yeah. you see what they get and you're like oh that's the one I wanted and then you slide in and you go Hey, uh, did you, were you interested in keeping that or did you want to? And then they go, sometimes they will be like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. What did you have? And then you show them what you got and then they go, oh yeah, I'll swap you this one for this one. And then you do a swap and it works perfectly. Not everybody in this world I'm, I'm noticing knows about swaps. You know what I mean? Like they don't, not everybody know. Now I don't know everything about NFTs, but I know mm-hmm. about collecting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where like I was trying to help with that. And like the other thing is, and this is something that like, I feel like the Yeti project lacked severely. And I think that they could, they could change this a lot. And I've noticed like a little bit of attempt to change this from the community, I think, but I think going into it and, and really it's not just the, I'm not just picking on the Yetis cause this happens with a, with pretty much almost every project really that's come out so far. Nobody's attempted to give characters um, like a, like a character um, uh, uh, like characteristics before the, the launch. So like, if there's a character that looks like a newscaster or whatever, promote him as a newscaster before the launch, so that that way, if somebody gets that that Yeti or whatever, and it matches up to the newscaster that was used before the launch, it automatically adds more value to that to that Yeti. You know what I mean? Like, because it's kind of like the thing we were talking about with like the Jay Z thing. Like, if if Jay Z owns the punk, then it adds more value. If if the Yeti's used in the promotion and you pack that Yeti, then you feel like you kind of won part of the promotion. Like you won like a special Yeti kind of, you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. No, that's Without a- it being like a special tier.
3: Yeah, no, I think that's, yeah, that's another way to add value to um, less rare traits and things like that. Right. Also, not, not to steer off the conversation, but no. Go ahead. are you seeing any of this, the kennel stuff going on right now? I think they just, oh, oh yeah, man. some of them are releasing. You can see some on open C.
1: My phone is on one. Percent and I already know that it's gonna die while I'm while I'm watching these and I'm gonna be upset. Yeah, I mean, Open
3: is like breaking right now because of everyone trying to look at these and all of them releasing at the same time. But damn, there's some cool ones. I, I need to see which one mine would be.
1: If I still did, have you? It. I was gonna say yeah, the one that you sold. It better not be the gold. That'd be I insane. know,
3: dude. I I had to like I had to go in knowing that it could happen, but. Damn, that's crazy.
1: But if you check it now and it is gold, um, it makes for a great episode.
3: Yeah, no, that'd be great. I see it now. It it changed hands a couple times. Oh, um, did it? Between, yeah, between my seller. At least once, it looks like. The guy who bought it from me basically doubled his money. So good for him. Shit. um, Get it. Yeah, let's see what happens.
1: Yeah, I'm looking on my timeline to see if... um... To see if there's any uh, that are being posted, but I haven't seen any pictures of any yet.
3: Yeah, there's some cool ones. I saw a zombie one, a gold one, uh um, one with a bandana. They're all they're all over the place.
1: Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to take a look at them. I'm uh, I'm very interested in seeing them. I'm jealous. I'll be the first one to say it. I'm jealous <laughs> that I don't have a dog, and I'm jealous that I don't have an ape.
3: Hey, me but- too. Uh, hey man, you know, I it's one of those, dog, at least.
1: well, right. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I'm all, I'm all right though. It's one of those things where like, if, you know, maybe if it was like 20 years ago or 15 years ago or some shit, I would have been like, Oh my God, I can't believe I don't have one. But like, it's one of those things where like, it's, it'll come like I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. You know what yeah, I mean? There'll be millions
3: of other projects. So, you know, Yep.
1: Exactly. And so that's why I'm just kind of, um, you know, I'm just kind of waiting. Did you, uh, did you get any pickles?
3: No, I didn't get any pickles.
1: I'm interested to see how this pickle thing goes. I want to see. Yeah, I
3: love following the stuff and, you know, just being in on the knowledge, but I haven't really um, allocated my ETH to it just yet. Yeah. One one thing I am excited for, if you want me to to show my bags, I guess. Go ahead. Let's um, do it. There's a really cool project that I found that's still really new called one-eyed guys.
1: Yeah. I think I saw you talking about this and I know I saw them tweet about it like a couple of days ago, I think like somewhere past my timeline or something like that. Yeah.
3: They got some really cool. Um, it's just this one guy who makes a bunch of different one-eyed guys and the art style I think is just really unique. They each have like a profession and an outfit and it's hard to tell where the rarity is going. They're all pretty, you know, individual. So it's kind of just what you're looking for, but yeah, they're super dope. And I've just been trying to help them, you know, build out his discord and um, have ways for people to buy them without having to get wrecked by gas fees. So we're doing a raffle system now. So check them out. One eye guys on Twitter, he's sick.
1: Yeah. I so, saw, um, I checked him out and I think I followed him now. Um, I'm not in the discord just because I'm, um, like I said, I'm still kind of getting used to discord. I still have to get the four things discord rocking. And like, that's, I know that that's going to be a, a full on um, job or whatever, once it starts like really getting going. So yeah um shout out to everybody in there that's uh that's in there right now jacob you got to join us in there i don't think you're in there yet
3: yeah i'll have to check it out i didn't know you had one
1: yeah we're um i was gonna do a launch party this weekend but i think i'm gonna wait until next weekend because um i want to i want to work on getting some more people in there i want to get some artists that uh that are going to pop in for some q a and stuff like that
2: sweet um
1: yeah i want to i want to have it be kind of interactive or whatever but like i said i got to get somebody in there that kind of knows the ropes better than i do of discord because i know there's a lot of potential there and i have some ideas but i don't know if i'm the the guy to pull them all off so
3: yeah there's definitely a lot you can do at discord
1: yeah um and the last thing is uh just let everybody know uh, the listeners my parents tried virtual reality
2: oh baby Uh,
1: yeah, my my dad and mom both uh used the Oculus headset. Um the full the full on real thing. And um my mom was funny, she went on a roller coaster. And she was like, "Oh, I love roller coasters." And I'm like, "Okay." And she seemed to enjoy herself until the very end where it pulls up uh and there's like a big ocean, like a big body of water. And I and like I forgot, you know, I didn't think about it, but um my mom's like deathly afraid of water. Um, like every time she drives over a bridge, she holds her breath, you know, that kind of stuff. And so when she got to, to where it looked like they were going to plunge her into water, she started freaking out and basically having a panic attack. And I was like, no, 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 you're okay. Oh you're all God. right. You're okay. Um, I've talked about my mom before a little bit. When I explained to her about crypto uh, about five years ago, she started crying because she felt like it was like I was talking another language. So she gets very overwhelmed. Like she's, she's very old school. Um, my dad was, uh, hype. He was, he was excited to try VR, I think. Um, and we put him in with the demo for, uh, for the Oculus, which is like a robot flying around and, um, you shoot a gun and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And, um, And so we did that with him and he, he seemed to enjoy it a lot. He seemed to like it. So I think that there, there might be a chance that we're going to end up getting my dad a, uh, a a headset um, at some point. Yeah. I mean, if we can get him one that that works uh, standalone or whatever, and he has to log in with Facebook or whatever, then he can do that. But that means that uh, I'll be able to, I'll be able to hang out with my dad in the metaverse and show him around art galleries. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, and we're definitely uh that's going to be an experience that'll be recorded for the show and all that. So, um you know, so that'll be interesting. My dad is a my dad's not an art guy, so um so you know, we'll have him check it out. But um this is uh this has been the opening segment for the season finale of the first season of Four Things. Um if you are listening right now, I'm warning you. There is a big, I'm not going to say it's a surprise because you can see it in the listing, but Catfish is back. Um, Catfish is the co-host from the previous show, The Blind Box. Um, he is now officially back uh, for um, for the future of four things. Um, he'll be holding down the B-sides of four things with me. Um, for anybody that isn't familiar with Catfish, I will say this. Uh, he has grown a lot. Um, from the last time that, uh, that we did the shows together, uh, he, would, he would say it himself. And he is trying to tame himself a little bit um, for the betterment of himself and for everyone, I think. <laughs> but uh, but um, he is, he's a great guy. Um, he means well. Uh, he hasn't started at all in this crypto uh, universe, uh, metaverse, any, any of this stuff. He has no idea what a, what a punk is from an ape. Um, he is completely new. So I'm going to set him up soon with a, uh, with a digital wallet and uh, we're going to get this thing rolling for him so that he doesn't get left behind because I'm a good friend and, uh, and I, I, I can't just let him sit there on the sideline and and have this thing go by. So catfish will be joining us um, in the second, uh, on the second side of, uh, of, of this episode and um, in the future of four things, catfish is back. So, um, like I said, if you're not familiar, uh, you got to get familiar with fish. If you are familiar, this is a big announcement and you are probably waiting to hear this. Um, so it's a, it's a celebration. It is party time. Um, it's always good times when me and fish get together. So if you haven't heard us, oh man, Jacob, you, if you want to hear a, a fun, a lot of podcasts, um, they they do this thing where you know they just try to get together and say shit just to be funny or just to. We don't. Me and Fish don't do that. We've never believed in that. We just have a normal conversation. It's just me and Fish and the way that we are. If you like it, you're gonna absolutely love it. And if you hate it or if you don't like it, you will you will absolutely despise it. You will think that we're the biggest. Yeah. You'll think that we're the biggest assholes in the world. Um, there's a whole bunch of things, but we are not trying to be assholes. The, it's just one of those things where like people just, I don't know, man, like I was in a clubhouse like, like, like last week or something like that. And I was trying to figure out some, some answers to some punks, apes, you know, all this stuff. And, um, I'm not going to say that I was met with like, uh, you know, disgruntled, but I'll say like, it wasn't very welcoming either. And I was like, guys, I'm just asking a question. Like I, I even like, even when I started this, I said to me, this is what it comes across as like, this is what I see it as if I am wrong, correct me, let me know. And all of a sudden I get done and everybody's like, Hey, uh, hey man, you can't be talking like that. And, you know, cause, cause, you know, when you say that, it really sounds like you, you, you know what you're talking about, but you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, all right. So instead of taking the time to tell me that, why don't you just tell me what the fuck I'm, I got wrong? Like just tell me, just tell me what I'm missing or whatever. And then I can learn. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'll be doing to fish is, um, is we're going to, we're going to teach him a lot of things and and he's going to learn today eventually. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be good times, Jacob. Um, do me a favor. Let the people know where they can get a hold of you, follow you, um, anything that you have to plug, uh, any of that kind of stuff. Um, please uh, do that now for the people.
3: Yeah, for sure. You know, joining NFT Twitter, I've, I've gotten pretty good at shilling, I'd like to think. Uh, so you could follow me on Twitter at Jacob Meyer, M-E-Y-E-R. That's where I do most of my... Um, social media nowadays. I didn't really know about Twitter or I knew about it, but I didn't really use it at all until uh, a couple weeks ago when I bought my ape. And ever since then, it's the only social media I use and it's all I care about. So would oh, love to ten- connect with you guys there and yeah, just keep growing the community. But that's pretty much it for me. Go vote for board Ape 7210 uh, in the Punks comic. If you haven't checked that out yet, it's super cool. There's going to be an ape comic for comic number two. And, uh, yeah, go check out One-Eyed Guys if you want as well. And then a random project that I'm also excited for is Lucky Maneki. Yeah, you
1: know I saw those guy? were coming out. Those are the cats, right?
3: Yeah, they look pretty cool. So hopefully I can win a free one or the free ape they're giving out. Who knows?
1: Yeah, that's... I Well, I saw um, somebody won the ape. One of... One of uh... One of the, the, the Yeti uh, people won the ape earlier. Like one of the Oh
3: really? That's awesome. Yeah.
1: Um Fernando Fernando uh one two one one. Congrats um, to him. That's a yeah, yeah, he won a uh, he won an ape, it's the one with the halo and the, uh, and the, the Oh yeah, the, that one's super cool. Yep, so he was hype. Um, I'm I'm uh, happy for him. He's a good dude. Um, so we'll have to tag him and let him know that we shouted him out too. Um, oh no, the dogs are starting to wrestle. That means it's gotta be the end of the segment. Um, but, uh, Jacob, I appreciate you taking the time to, uh, come through and kind of catch up with what's been going on with the, uh, the NFT world in the last, uh, last week or so. And, um, hopefully we can have you back and, and we'll figure out, maybe we can figure out a role for you on, uh, on the show if you're interested.
3: Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate talking with you. You know, my real life friends won't talk to me about NFTs that much. So the more I can do it online, the better. I love it.
1: That's how my girlfriend is, man. She's tired of it. She doesn't want to hear about it anymore
3: yeah but she has to talk to you a little bit about it you
1: know a little bit she's she's more into crypto in general than she is in nfts like i'm i'm yeah she's she's all about the crypto stuff but then she got mad at me when i took it for nfts though so like she built up a you know some ethereum classic and then i was like uh, okay so here's the thing um, yeah it's all right she loves me um but uh, but yeah. Uh, so this is a uh, this is four things podcast. Um, this is uh, you can find us at four things podcast on Twitter. Um, you can email me um, four things podcast at gmail.com. Um, there's a uh, there's a whole bunch of places. The Discord, like I said, that's open. You can get that information on the uh, on the um, on the Twitter as well.
3: Oh, I just found out what my sorry to interrupt. I just no, found out what my dog is. I'm sorry. I just. Wow.
1: What, is he, does he look cool?
3: Yeah, Honestly, I, I, I'm not too upset about it. There you go. There you go. He's got a blue backpack. He's yep. got monkey biz background. He's yep. got X-eyes, bowler head, robot fur. So robot fur might be cool. Right. Um, but yeah, he's kind of like a weird vampire robot dog thing.
1: It's going to suck if they, airdrop, uh, if they airdrop alligators to dog owners, huh?
3: Don't, don't, don't you put that into the, they said that, they said the apes were the things that get the airdrops, the dogs are the companions. So, you know, we're not even going to think about that.
1: I'm just saying that if they, if they were to do that, that would, uh, that would kind of suck. But um, yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, you're telling me,
1: (laughs) well, brother, um, this is the life we live now, I guess.
3: Yeah,
1: um, but uh, but yeah, you can check uh, you can check us out uh, all over the place: Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, I appreciate everybody for listening. Um, stick around for the uh, for the other segments. Uh, we got a bunch of good segments coming up. Like I said, Gifted Gap is coming up, um, and Fish is coming up, and uh, we got some other things going on. So uh, stick tight. We'll uh, we'll be back, y'all. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Uh, my name is GM. What's going on, y'all? It's Catfish. And this is four
2: things, baby. You got hip hop, pop culture, and NFTs. Yep, that's right. Yo, G, you, have you been making any music about NFTs?
1: No, it's not like hip hop mixed with NFTs. I mean, that happens, but no, that's, I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. For
2: sure. No, it's like a song about NFTs that also works in hip hop and pop culture.
1: I, you're.
2: Man, I'm yeah. gonna start. I'm gonna start spitting, man. You're gonna get some of these non-fungible bars. Four
1: things. Oh, well, it's another episode of Four Things. It's the season now. That means we already got four of them things. Four episodes in. I'm your host, GM. Um this is uh this is gonna be the second segment of uh of what you're hearing. Um we started off the show, uh we had Jacob Meyer on, and we talked about uh a bunch of stuff that's going on in the NFT community and stuff like that. Um it was uh it was a kind of kind of laid-back talk. Um I got a I got a, another guest that's we're gonna get into some more NFT stuff. Um, but this is one that I'm I'm proud of this one, I'll be honest, because I have said um, from the beginning of me doing this show, and guest, you can correct me if I'm wrong once we get into it, but um, from the beginning of doing this show, I've said that this is the first podcast that mixes hip-hop, pop culture, and NFT art, Um, NFT collectibles, whatever you want to call it. this is the place where if you're looking to listen to a hip hop artist or a producer or something like that, um, you might find that here. Um, if you're looking to talk to, uh, or listen to somebody who does, you know, the NFT thing, um, in any, uh, in any way you might find them here. Um, this is a guest where he does both of those things. This is, uh, so this to me is a special one. Cause this one, this one fits right in the wheelhouse of the show. Um, Guest, I would like for you to go ahead and let the people know who you are, what you do, why they may know you, or why you would want them to know you.
2: Hey, what's up, y'all? This is DJ Burnwin from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I represent the Five Points Bakery. I'm a producer, DJ, uh, sound designer, engineer. I make some masters as well. I shoot videos, do a little bit of everything. Now now, crypto artist, now with the NFTs. Uh, you may know me from Chicken Talk, uh, I, I talked Gucci into doing mixtapes and kind of doing the whole Burn group. Boy.
1: Yeah, we got drops, Burn One. We got we drops, got baby. <laughs> got drops on deck.
2: <laughs> I got you, son.
1: Burn <laughs> One. All right, go ahead. Uh- <laughs> hey. Yeah, so you
2: might know that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might know that one. Um, yeah, so Chicken Talk, um, I've, I've toured with a lot of artists and produced with a, a lot of different artists. Um, Freddie Gibbs, ASAP Rocky, I did Houston Old Head and Roll One Up um you know producing we've done sound design for movie trailers like 1917 and Justice League uh we've been in video games and all types of stuff um it's crazy yeah we kind of recently in the past like nine months embarked on a little crypto art journey with NFTs
1: man it's um who would ever think hip-hop would take you this far (laughs)
2: exactly (laughs) actual facts
1: it's crazy because like when I know um even when I first started getting into you know music and stuff like that like I didn't think that I was going to end up being able to put together a podcast or be able to spot out even art that is um is is like sought after you know what I mean Or, or anything like that I didn't think I had an eye for any of that kind of stuff and now you know 20 something years later or whatever I look back and I'm like holy shit I've learned a lot
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: But um, I like I said, man, I appreciate you uh having me I, or being on the show. Um, I wanted to say, am I off on saying that? Is this have you seen another uh hip hop NFT pop culture uh, podcast or experience something that presents them all in an equal form?
2: Uh, not specifically like this. I'm saying NFTs just pop up period a little bit more, but but not with the specific package of you know how y'all are doing it for sure.
1: I love it. I love it. That's uh, I I just say, <clears throat> I've said it before in a previous episode, in episode three, I said, you got to claim what you are. Cause if you don't claim what you are, somebody else is going to claim that shit. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? So like, I don't brag about it, but it's one of those things where like, I like to claim it because I just feel like that's, that's just kind of what it is. You know, what got you, um, what got you, what got you into NFTs uh, to begin with? Like, where did you kind of pick up on everything?
2: Um, through my journey shooting videos, I actually got into music videos by shooting like six videos for Bob. Okay, um, maybe about four years ago now. Um, and so through that, a guy who did a lot of his um, like we did a couple of videos that had like 3D graphics and somebody that would do titles sometimes. Uh, his name is ben and so from working with him with Bob, we've worked together on some more projects since then, and he's like maybe. Maybe a year and a half ago, he started doing like the everydays, kind of like Beeple, you know, yep. inspired by that. And uh, we just been sending him music. So he would put our beats behind his everydays and people started liking them. And then eventually he uh, he just told me, he's like, yo, there's this new thing called NFTs and crypto arts," and kind of put me up on the whole thing and gave me the rundown. And I actually didn't even start dropping them. We didn't start releasing them until like maybe six, seven months later. Right. We just kind of studied it kind of got into the community on Twitter um, and kind of like you said, like just finding stuff we'd like retweeting it. Uh, and honestly, I was actually hitting people up the entire time, like DM and different uh, visual because it's a visual medium mainly right now. Uh, right. And so we were spent like, I spent a lot of time, like hours every day, like DMing people <laughs> like, Hey, dope, dope, uh, dope photography or dope video. Would you love to, do a collab NFT. And at the time it was so new people didn't even think really to put NFTs behind it. Eight right. months ago is like, you know, if you follow the NFT world, you know, two months is like two years. <laughs> you know? Oh
1: my God. Two days is crazy. <sighs> like you, yeah you put the phone down for two days and it feels like you've been you've been gone for like two weeks. And then you know what I mean? That's how you have to recharge in this space. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, it's really crazy. So we spent a long time and then finally, um this artist from the uk visuals by sam i think is their name um on twitter but anyways we did a piece she was like yeah and uh i sent her something and then uh this guy from new zealand hit me up caleb johnson johnston uh who's really dope he's pretty popping right now um we've he was like yo i need some music and I did it real quick and sent it back, and it sold pretty quick. And we've sold like six pieces together now, I think five or six pieces. Right. That's with him being in New Zealand and us out here never having met, spoke on the phone and nothing. You know, it's, it's crazy. pretty dope. It's really wild. So it's a it's a whole new world. But yeah, so we studied it. I studied it for like eight months, and then we finally started dropping pieces. Finally, some people were like giving us chances, and we started dropping uh, pieces, and they've they've just kind of been building up, building up until like I think two weeks ago we just sold. Uh, probably our biggest piece. And it was a time lapse with an artist uh, named Knowles from South Korea. Okay. He does a lot of uh, NFT content as well. But we did a time lapse. It's like a cyberpunk time lapse. It's like three minutes almost. And we scored the whole thing. It's got like a bunch of different music. And uh, it ended up selling for like three Ethereum. So that was pretty cool.
1: That's what's up, man. That's, um, it's crazy to see the progress because like you've been on Twitter for a while. I know that. And, oh, yeah. And I've been there for a while. And like oh, like probably like ten years or whatever, I think I had my twitter my Twitter anniversary or whatever um, and I feel like in those ten years, it would go like there was probably five years or so where it was pretty low key like for five or six years where it was pretty low key and like you could, you could tweet whatever. And like, it wouldn't really get traction or you could reply to whoever. And it wouldn't really get traction unless you were like a really big celebrity. You know what I mean? Or like the people that you follow might, might interact with you. Now, after the last like four years, there was like an infiltration from Facebook where everybody came over and now you can't get off a comment in like a random and like on like a random tweet or like a random post or whatever without getting 10 random replies from people that you have no idea who the hell they are you know what i mean
2: oh yeah and it was Definitely. never
1: like that before and now it's it's like that and and so what i've noticed is getting with the show going again. And I've, I've always, I've said this, I've always been into, uh, to, to the digital art aspect of, um, of stuff. Even when we did the blind box, that was a large part of it was talking to artists and digital artists and stuff like that, like physical artists. And so when I got back into this, it wasn't anything to get into the art aspect of it. Like that's, that's normal for me. It's the technology aspect that that's held me off for a long time where I'm like, I don't want to deal with that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand any of that. So it's like, I've known about crypto for a long time. Um, NFTs, I kind of picked up on in the last like I'd say few months. And I'll be honest, like I said, you got to claim what you are. Give props where they're you due. You're the first dude that I saw on my timeline really tweeting about or being involved in uh, in in NFTs. And so um, I think. I don't know if we got into it at the same time, but I'll say that it was definitely a, a kind of like, we were right there with each other. And so that's why when I would see you, what, what you were doing with like soundtracking and stuff like that, I'm like, that's that's exactly what should be done with a lot of these pieces. You know what I mean? Like, is that how you feel about that? Where like some of them are just missing the audio
2: experience. Man, that's how I feel about all of them. <laughs> you right. know, like, Right. Well, I mean, there's a lot of them now that have, that have music and a lot of people are actually reaching out to collaborate with different, uh, Producers and artists to get music on their stuff now, uh so that's really dope. I soundtracked yeah, one. <clears throat> oh, that's fire! Very yeah, dope. it
1: was my first. It was my first and only so far, but I I hope to have more in the future. Shout out to my uh, my homie red One.
2: Hey, very what? dope, very yeah. dope. Hell yeah! But yeah, I was literally looking at all of it and I was like, damn, it was inter- c- interesting. Interesting because a lot of the artists I was already following just as a fan on Instagram or wherever, right. and then Banana can put me up on it. I'm like, oh shit, they're like selling nfts and you know it's like it's a whole new world but i was definitely just like i've been a fan like i promise you for years bro for years i've been hitting these artists these same artists on instagram (laughs) i promise you like yo let's do some shit let's you know but but there was no purpose you know now it's like let's do an nft collab piece oh yeah that's, that's like a reasonable thing as opposed to being like yo let's you know, it's like somebody hits me, let's work. What does that even mean? You know, now it's like, let's collaborate on the NFT piece that we can split down the middle 50-50, the mint fee, the profit, everything, yeah. and then release it to the world and, you know, have some art get out there and maybe somebody will buy it, you know?
1: No, I know exactly what you're saying because that's what I was explaining to Ren when um, when we did that. As I, I said to him, I said, Ren, like this this probably doesn't seem like a big deal to you or whatever because you do this type of shit all the time. Like you put you put dope visual shit out constantly you know so for you it's it's kind of normal or whatever for me i've never been able to collab with y'all like this like when we did the blind box i was able to put together boxes and have artists send me different things and i was kind of able to put them together and and sell out boxes and shit like that and that was like my way of <clears throat> excuse me um like contributing or giving back to the situation as much as i could by kind of putting people on to different dope artists or whatever um with with this show that's kind of what I like about it now is that, um, like what you're saying, I'm able to collab with with artists if we find that way. Because I started making beats a little bit, like I started to kind of do a little bit more than quote unquote just rap. Um, I have some stuff on the on the show actually that I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to play for you. Um, these are oh, things yeah. that. I want to NFT these. So if anybody's listening to this and you want to hit me up, I want to, I want to do some kind of animation for these. And what these are is I'm going to play some skits from uh, because this is a season finale of four things. I want to play some skits that I think are, are some of the best work here on the show. Um, yeah. Every show we have evolving skits here. So basically what happens is uh, I'll you'll hear one when the show starts and then usually uh, the second time you hear it, it'll probably be the same characters involved, but it evolves. It's, it's a little bit of an evolving skit. And then the third one, it's a different kind of situation. It evolves. The fourth one, the same thing. So to me um, this would be a great chance for me to collab with an animator or something like that, because you can kind of put some kind of pictures to these and we can sell them as NFTs. And I think that people would really enjoy these things. Like I, I, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Burn one. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. <laughs> I'm going to play some of these. You can be yeah, brutally yeah. honest. Uh, when, I had <coughs> no, it. when I had J-Zone on the show, I played him uh, a couple of my beats and I told him, I was like, hey, man, be as honest as you want. Like, I'm not I'm, I'm not worried about that. Like you guys, I trust your guys opinion or whatever. So again, these evolve. So here we go. You know, it's crazy. These NFTs, they get such a bad rap. And I don't even know why, really. And they can't even defend themselves i mean i don't know it'd be cool if like an nft could talk
0: tell me about it what, what the what, what are you it's me i'm an nft
1: you're you're an nft but i would think that nfts were joyous and happy. That's what everybody is all the time when they talk about NFTs, right? No. (laughs) I feel used. Used? I never thought about it like that. Why do you feel used, NFT?
0: Everybody makes all this money off of me. But they don't like me. And they say, NFT, you're bad for the environment.
1: (laughs) I can't help it. That's true. They do say that, but they do make a lot of money. And then there's all the people that talk about how you're not even real.
0: They don't even see me as a, as a, as anything, as an entity. They don't see me as anything. I'm invisible to them.
1: You're not even a real boy. (laughs) Well, NFT, I'm sorry. Maybe we could figure out a way to make you feel more important.
0: I would like that. I don't feel very important.
1: I understand. We'll talk about it, NFT. Don't you worry. I won't leave you alone. Okay. So that's, uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's the, uh, that's the first NFT skit where, uh, where it's if an NFT could talk. So, um, Burnley, it sounds like you, uh, you dig it. You're that's like, so funny. You, you're rocking with me. This is,
2: yeah, you no, never I'm, heard
1: anything like this, right? I'm, like, we're I'm doing rocking something
2: with new. you, bro. I'm rocking with you, bro. You know, okay. um, I got a, a new guy that I just followed named, I think it's Sly McCartney. I know exactly.
1: You're talking about Sly, like, Sly McCartney. Now, let Sly Sly me tell Fly you, McCartney.
2: yeah, yeah. I was Look, like, he's the only person that's like on. in the
1: realm, you know. No, <laughs> it's funny you say this because shout out to Sly Fly, but I got to keep it real here because that's what I do on the show. So, Sly Fly, if you're listening, I, I got to be honest, this is what happened sly was lined up to be on the show um i think episode two i had him lined up to be on the show to do a segment and right. we were locked in and and like i like we were good and i had the time set and i was i was waiting for him he hit me up like 20 minutes after we had the time set and he's like yo um i'm just getting set up uh i'm like all right cool no problem you know what i mean like that's not an issue and then he's he hits me back and he's like yo um It says that I have to update my Google Chrome, but I I already have it updated. What the fuck? And I'm like, I don't know. You should try the Brave browser because that's what I use to record the show. Never heard from him after that. So... I'll be honest. It's funny you say this because be, it's, funny you say, it's funny you say this because, bro, when I saw Sly Fly for the first time, I was like, yo, that's the dude that I need on the show. Like, right. I don't need him. Yo, I, now look, Sly Fly, if you're, again, if you're listening, bro, this is all out of love. And the fact is, is like, I, I would never, like, I'm not saying like, yo, I need him on the show because I need to make money with this dude and blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. I'm saying... We need to give him the the voice on the show. Like nah, it, yeah, like yeah, it brother, works nah. perfectly for Absolutely. what is going on. And I tried to explain him. I was like, "Yo, we like us together would be fucking crazy. Like we could do this shit." And like yeah. I, yo, I had drops lined up for him. Just like the burn one, I had I had some stuff lined up. Like we had. We had some really cool shit that was like th- that I had set up or whatever, but it just didn't happen. And there's no hard feelings about it, but at the same time, it is kind of weird to me that like we never we never really talked about it after that. So Sly-Fi, if you are listening to this, feel free to hit me up. I'm never one um that, that's not Sly-Fi there um. If uh <laughs> he couldn't have been listening that quick. Um but uh but I'm never I'm never one to hold grudges like that because I, I know that it's nothing personal or whatever. I hope it's nothing personal. I I'm nah, people I never, get caught up. You know up. what I'm saying? This so this is definitely
2: this is definitely a message to reconnect though. That'll that's what I'm saying. Is like we oh, gotta yeah.
1: get this linked in. So all right, so here we go. The skitty the skit evolves now uh into into two, and two is just a little bit more of a of a setup, I guess. So you know NFT, you really shouldn't be so down all the time. Mm. Why do you say that? Well, look at the world of possibilities that people can do using your technology. I mean, if you uh, if you look here, right, you see this? Look at this thing right here.
0: That doesn't look that fancy, though.
1: I mean, it was made with your technology, though. I mean, it was basically—it was basically you. I mean, I know it doesn't look fancy, but all right, here. How about how about this? We got one more. That this one might impress you a little bit more. This might get you to turn a little bit. It might be. It might, it might get you on my side a little bit more. All right, check this one. Out. Oh, that
0: yeah. one's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that one's pretty cool, right? You should, uh, you know, maybe you should you should take a look around the internet a little bit. more and uh and see, but don't look too far because you never know what you're gonna find right
0: what the fuck is the internet that's
1: you don't and you're an n f t and you don't know what the internet it's okay because a lot of the internet doesn't seem to know what you are either, so i guess we're i guess we're working on it right
0: yeah i guess
1: well n f t um I, I got i got one more for you we'll uh we'll we'll take a look at the uh at that when we when we hit the next one okay just sit okay. down all right okay so anybody that knows good comedy you got to have some setup you know what i mean so so that's where so now the setup for the for the last two which again this the next one is uh is is, is pretty funny i think i think the fourth one though is the uh, is the real home run so so uh nft i got one more for you okay what do okay. you uh what do you think about this
0: I like it. It's it's my NFT. What? That's my NFT. But
1: I didn't. I didn't think you. How does an NFT have an NFT?
0: I made an NFT. Do you want to buy
1: it? No. No, I'm not going to have you try to sell me your NFT too. I mean, well, oh, I don't
0: NFT, think you have enough money anyway. <laughs> I, wow. <laughs>
1: what is... We have an uh, NFT well on the show now.
0: Ape right. shall never kill ape.
1: <laughs> ape shall never kill ape.
0: I have diamond hands now, G.
1: Oh my God! The NFT you've, t- you've taken control. Oh, we're fucked.
0: I have a diamond-handed Thanos glove.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, that's uh, that's the third one. So the nft has now uh, he's found his power you know he's realized the power that he has as an nft or whatever and um and now you can't you can't be in the nft uh, world without without hearing the word community so uh so i just a spoiler alert, alert the uh, the nft finds his community nice. yeah here we go hey uh hey nft
0: um hey I've been gee, get-
1: long time no see pal yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of you for uh, what feels like, I mean, weeks, and it's probably only a couple days, but you know how it goes in the uh, in the NFT world.
0: Yeah, I do. You know, you have a lot of ups and downs, and downs and ups, but yeah. I think I've realized what's most important.
1: You, you did?
0: I what's was, that? I was actually going to tell you I'm now part of a gallery in the metaverse. You.
1: Well, congratulations, NFT.
0: Yeah, I'm in the artwork space with a bunch of other pieces of art just like me. Just hanging out on the wall by
1: yourselves, just chilling with people you know, in the metaverse.
0: Gee, I want to say, this is what it's all about. It's about the, the family element. Wow, the family? The, are you part of the community? I think I'm part of the hashtag community. Oh my God! Congratulations, NFT. I can't thank you enough, G.
1: You're welcome, NFT. I'm glad that we could. Uh, I'm glad we could go through this together. And um, please keep me posted in your uh, in your endeavors.
0: Well, you can take a look. Come visit me in the metaverse and keep yourself posted. I gotta go.
1: All right, NFT. We'll see you around. Bye. See, you, NFT. Wow, technology is amazing. So there you go. That's the magnum opus. Oh, 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 it loops. I don't know why it loops. My soundboard's broken. Um, so what'd you think, uh, Burn one? What do you, uh, what do you give it?
2: Oh yeah. That was funny. That you was funny. Give
1: it, yeah. You it a four out of four.
2: <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I give it four things. Yep. Beautiful. That's just Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. I just try to, I'm trying to have some fun. I want to, Um. I, I think there's not enough. Uh. I mean, I know there's some laughs in the artwork of uh, NFTs and stuff like that. But I think there's a lot of, there's a lot to laugh at in general. You know what I mean? And like people just kind of take it seriously where like, I get, I get the, you, you take it seriously. People put money into it like that kind of stuff. But at the same time, like I said, like we got to laugh at the fact that we're buying fucking gifts and JPEGs. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like, I think that's uh, I think that's something that we got to keep in mind. Um, one thing, <coughs> excuse me, that I covered on the, uh, on the first segment that might get me in some hot water. So I want to revisit it with you um, and, and maybe get myself out of hot water, or maybe I'll get myself in more hot water. Um, So one thing that I've noticed in the NFT uh, space that I'm not a big fan of, and I feel like I'm the minority here, but I, but I think that it's, it comes from a good place and burn when you've been on the blind box before, like you've, You've known, you know. I'm not a bad dude. You know what I mean. Like I'm not. Uh, I, I never come from like a malicious place or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a thing going on in the NFT space where I see a lot of, uh, like, a lot of younger kids selling NFTs, mm-hmm. and they're like, not just younger. Like, I'm not talking about like, um, like the. And excuse me if I'm saying this wrong, but fuocious. Fwo- fwo- oh um, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying like that. I'm saying like eight, nine, seven, like, (coughs)
2: oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: Okay. So, and I know that most of the time when, when somebody posts this, I see a lot of people reply. They're like, that's so awesome. Like, thank you for sharing. Like, that's great. I'm buying one right now. Like, you know, I'm like, we got to sell this out, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then I see people that are like, oh my God, you know, my kid just sold out of this, uh, this NFT. Thank you so much NFT community. This is so great. And like, All right. So I, I get that it's, it's cool and we want to support young artists. So like, that's not what I'm, that's not my beef. Like I, like I promise again, I'm not a malicious dude, but I have a problem with blog babies. And what I mean by that is like babies that during the blog era, um, moms would make, uh, blogs that were about their kids basically. And it became like a huge thing where they were, they would document daily, you know, their kids or whatever. And I was never a fan of this because I feel like it's like, um, it's like child, uh, child actors or whatever, where like, they get pushed into acting, a lot of them get pushed into acting early. And then, you know, it just it it ends up kind of like messing with their life for a large part of like their younger life or whatever.
2: Well, yeah. Like they were talking about the parents on YouTube, putting their kids on there.
1: Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. That's, and that spawns from like the blog baby situation or whatever. And like, and without getting too much into this, I, I have, I have firsthand experience with this. And so I don't, I'm not a big fan of it. I've never been a big fan of it. Like, I feel like let kids be kids, you know what I mean? And like, if the kid wants to draw and be an artist and stuff like that, that's great. And, and I'm not saying don't support them, but what I'm saying is I don't think it's healthy to 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 have a kid sell out of NFTs when they're eight or nine years old and then think that everything is about selling out of NFTs.
2: Yeah, it's interesting you bring this up because I kind of hadn't really developed a thought on it and just kind of thought it was harmless. And then I saw somebody post a thread on it maybe a couple months ago. And they linked to a bunch of random responses to where... Like, you're saying, like, if it does good, like, they had linked to a bunch of responses where the parent had said something like, you know, my kid put their art up and got their hopes up and now they don't even want to do art because the shit didn't sell. Yeah. You know like, what I'm saying? Like, that shit fucking bothers me for sure. Like, absolutely. Like, I think, like, when, um like, a successful artist, like, uh, what's his name? m m b m b j q Okay. MBSJQ. I forget what his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. I the know The Yeah. Yeah, the British artist. I think artists. I know who you're
1: talking about. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, he's really dope. He does, like, the astronauts and all that stuff. But um, yeah. he he did a a dope uh, showing with his daughter, and they kind of, like, blended their paintings and his stuff. I mean, his uh his 3D artwork with some of her drawings, I thought that was kind of cute. But I think just on the whole, like, getting your kids in NFTs at a young age is probably a terrible idea, for sure. Like, all the responses and stuff, I didn't even know. A, I didn't know there was that many super younger kids that are doing it because I know there's some, like, teenagers like 15 16 17 18 right, like right, a few right. that are actually doing really good that you know that's that's cool you know i was selling cds and shit when i was 15 you know yep. so that's cool but it's like yeah when you're like seven eight and not even really you know it's tough to uh it's tough to you can't really control this shit bro <laughs> you know and it's like nfts are so up and down for adults like i literally see adults every day like i want to quit this shit because i'm not selling this that and the other like imagine that shit's probably like you know you could, you know, some of the stuff I was saying was definitely like their kids were not wanting to do art because they thought NFTs were big and they were going to put it up and sell and, and make some money. And the shit did did not sell, you know. So now and again,
1: like I'm I'm cool with people who who have projects with, you know, with kids out and stuff like that. So like they got to understand that, like, I'm not coming from like a harmful place. I'm not saying that you're being harmful. I'm just I'm just saying I think that we should look at the other side of it. And kind of give us some thought before we, before we kind of like push kids up like that, because it's just, it's like you're saying, like kids are, kids are, kids are fragile. You know what I mean? Like they can't just like bounce back from that as easily as other people. Like they might, they might get crushed from something like that. And like, I don't know. I don't think it's worth it.
2: And you're putting it on the blockchain is forever and it's going to be through their parents account and not their account. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they couldn't even burn it if they wanted it to, you know? Yeah. Um, I yeah, I feel like it just comes with a whole host of problems.
1: Yeah, so I like I said, I just wanted to clear that up because I don't want anybody to hear in the because I was talking in the first segment where I kind of mentioned it, and people are probably like, oh, terrible, like burn him, like no, I'm no, I'm not being terrible, like I'm just I'm looking out for the kids, man.
2: Like, Got to protect the kids.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like that's all I'm doing. Um, what are some things that you want to see done with NFTs that you haven't seen done with NFTs? Like what are some like without giving away? I guess some IP or whatever. Like what uh, <laughs> what are some things that? that you think would be good utility for, uh, for what we're kind of going through right now.
2: I think we're going to see more access sold through, through it, um, through NFTs, kind of like how Gary Vee's doing it. Yep. Like it's not so much about the art of what's on the, the NFT itself. Then you get the ticket to go to his thing or an energy into some special clubhouse, some type of access. Right. I feel like it's, is going towards something like that. Um, I'm interested. I haven't seen more artists rolling in into their rollouts for music on the whole. You know, yeah. we saw like Kings of Leon and a couple other people. I think as COVID is kind of subsiding just a little bit, or everybody's getting backs or whatever, it's kind of now things are opening back up and more people are going to be dropping. So I'm interested to see how many people fold fold NFTs into their album. But I'm, I saw Dallas Austin was um, he came out with the he's coming out with the autobiography, and somehow he's doing the NFT. Version of it or something okay. somehow, but again, I think the the thing with his is access or something like that. If I read it right, but again, right. I, I just think access outside of just pure art, and I think that's gonna explode even more too. Because right now, you know, in the beginning, in the beginning, when I was <laughs> when I when I really got 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 into it a year ago, you know, that's not that the beginning. Was, you know, it was right. going before that, but right, right. it was beginning with gifts, and then now it's kind of more into three D motion design like Blender and Cinema Four D and stuff like that um have you got into virtual reality yet i've started messing around with it myself Ooh, um it's fire it it's a wormhole i love it's it life-changing it, yeah <laughs> it's
1: life-changing it's really
2: dope it really is man so i'm I'm looking forward to being able to set some time aside here in the next couple of weeks to just kind of digging in and uh really exploring it because yeah i feel like there's so many i
1: i had Coldy on the show um who's a oh, ass artist yeah he's a yeah. ass artist and um and he was talking and I I was explaining to him and maybe you can um, relate to this, but I was explaining to him that I, I get like virtual reality anxiety where like before I go to like into the metaverse, quote unquote, or like do anything where there's like a multiplayer kind of situation or whatever with like the headset, I get some kind of like weird feeling where I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do that shit. And, um, and I, I want to do it, but I just feel like I'm just like, I don't want to, I have this thing. I don't really like people uh, like I'm like, like, I'm not trying. Like, I mean, I like doing this and like, I like having conversations with people and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, there's just a lot of people that like, I just don't want to fucking tolerate. And like, I know that those people are out there in the metaverse quote unquote, and I know I'm going to have to tolerate them or whatever, but at the end of the day, like, I'm not really looking forward to it. And I'm like, do I really want to, but I will say this. I, I played a game where it was like a ghostbusters type game where it was like ghost hunting. And um, it was me and these two other dudes, and uh, and, and like, <laughs> I went into a room, and I'm in the lobby of the room. I'm just waiting for the game to launch, and and I just hear one of them go, "Hey man, why are you so fucking big?" <laughs> and, and I look, and I like look down at him, and he's and he's mad small, and his buddies mad small. They're like <laughs> half the size of me, and I'm like. Uh, I think my I think my shit's set up wrong. Like, I think my sensors are set up the wrong. And they're like, "Hey, man, you're real fucking big," and they have like a basketball, and he's like trying to like bring the basketball and like hand me, and he's like pushing the basketball at me, and I start swatting him away. I'm like, "Yo, leave me the fuck alone, bro!" And like they're chasing me around the lobby room and shit, and I'm like, "Yo, y'all are crazy." And so we go into the uh, we go into like this game, and and um and I'm running around the house with them, and and they're like, "Oh, I think the ghost is back there, man," and I'm like well, don't go near him. Like we got to get away from him. Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go. And I'm like, where the fuck do I go? And so I start running and he's like, go inside here. And he opens up the closet door and I'm like, yo, what do you want me to do? You want me to hide in the closet? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in, get in. And I'm like, all right. So I get in the fucking closet and he closes the closet door and I'm like, yo, what am I doing in here? And he's like, no, just stay in here, man. Just stay in here. And, And at this point, I don't know if he's fucking with me or if he's actually serious, all of a sudden I hear, no, no, ah, <laughs> and the guy, oh, the guy's now in the, uh, he's now in the afterlife and he's one of the ghosts that are in the house haunting us. And he's telling us where to go from the outside, like from the afterlife, um, bro, this thing was a fucking trip. Like I, I haven't laughed that hard in a, in a long time. And I was what like, was, all right,
2: this is, what deep. was that on?
1: Um, that was on the Oculus. Um, it was, uh, it was Oculus and I think it, it might've been steam, but I'm not sure. Um, it Word. was called fan phantasma something um i don't know i played this other game uh the other night um a a paintball game where where you shoot you know you it's mad funny my girlfriend plays it and i watch her playing it and she's and she's sneaking around just watching her face like it's like i think about like if we had an intruder in the house and i'm like if we had an intruder and a gun how would she react and she and she's usually real good at like shooters and stuff like that which is crazy but she's she's actually good at playing shooters and games and all that but just the look on her face when she's sneaking around with this fucking pistol paintball gun you know she looks like spy versus spy bro like like i like i i just sit there and cry laughing and she's like what are you what are you laughing at me for i'm like i don't know you just don't look menacing but i know you're trying to look menacing and that's what makes it so funny is cuz like it's just a game like they can't see you that's but, so um, funny but yeah, she's pretty decent at it. I, I can't front. It's uh, it's up. fun. We should we should link up in there sometime. Um, check out some galleries and shit like that.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: What uh, have you been collecting NFTs and all that kind of stuff? Like, um, what's Man, your I'll, deal with
2: that? I'd started um when I was pretty early. Like, I got um, I bought Ellioto Sons. um, this he's one of my favorite French artists, mm-hmm. Elliot son. Um, I bought his Genesis piece um so that was really dope and then uh homie of mine tracks sounds from houston yep he did uh, um i bought his genesis piece as well uh and then i have a couple like smaller pieces i'm really about to get my um how do you pronounce it i'm gonna fuck it up hick hick and
1: hick and tuck
2: hick and tick. yeah there you go Hick-un-tick. that one yeah, I'm about to get my collection going All on there. four
1: episodes, I butchered it, and people are probably listening to this and they're like, Are you, you cannot be this fucking stupid, bro? But like, honestly, I kind of am. Like, it's, it's like one of those things where like I want to get it right, but like everybody just gives up on it and they just say, Just call it hen. So I yeah, go, Okay, hen.
2: There we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. hen. There we go. Yeah, I'm about to get my hen collection really going. Um, my homie have Nubles. you checked out Kid Eight yet? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just, um, I was actually talking with him on Twitter last week. That was pretty funny. Yeah. It's um,
1: the- that's the guy. You got to get a devil if you don't have a devil. Um, I know. I got to
2: get one, Definitely bro. I gotta got. I
1: got a, I, I got a quick story. I can. I can tell you. that's dope. I told it. I told it in the uh, in the first segment, but I, I actually got a shout out, fishy. I I fucked up his name just because. It, see, his name is uh, F I and then a five and then an H and then a V and then an R um so to me my my boomer ass reads that as fisher um but then when i read it i'm like oh okay never mind i get it it's fish but with a vr because he fucks with vr shit so then i notice everybody calls him fishy and shit like that so um i just want him to know i i know your name bro i'm just i'm just learning like it's one of those things where i'm putting things together so um anyways um, shout out to Fishy. Uh, I'll, I'll retell the story real quick for Burn one, just because it tells it does speak to. I give the NFT community a hard time sometimes because I think the word community can be dangerous for some people because sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, and a lot of the times it can be used in a in a snake oil uh, salesman type way where people use it and they they want to get on your side or whatever by saying, "Yo, what up, fam? What up, brother?" um you know we're community i love you blah 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 but really they're just looking for a way to get up like they're just looking for and and there's nothing wrong with that but like i feel bad because i feel like it's kind of taking advantage of people you know what i mean And, and i and that doesn't mean there's not really good people in the space it just means there's other people in the space also that do that shit and i wish people were would kind of be more wary of of who they're calling brother and fam and stuff like that um but with that being said, I will say Fishy's my motherfucking brother, bro. Um <laughs> he's he's my motherfucking fam. There's there's nobody nobody can uh, can break up this bond. Um so last week he uh he just tweeted out something where he just he just asked a question about what what your uh like what what have you sacrificed uh for your art. And um and I told him. I said um he, he said he mentioned that uh his story was that he ran from the cops and um, he, he was doing graffiti, he ran from the cops, he puked all over himself. He got into like a, a um, like a hole, uh, you know, in the ground or whatever cops were running around him and he was freezing his ass off and covered in puke and um, you know, and, and whatnot. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, that's crazy. And so I told him a story about how, um, and I've never talked to fishy like that. Like we've never had like a full conversation or ever even tweeted back and forth to each other. I just want to say that before this, so this, this shows what kind of a good dude this is, um, that it, we don't, we had no relation before this. So for me not to know his name like that, like you got to give me a break because I don't, I didn't know him like that. Um, now I do though. So anyways, um, I, I just hit, I just hit him up and it wasn't like a sob story or nothing. I just hit him up and said, um, I went uh I was in Arizona uh I caught a charge um I got the judge's permission to go out to uh Texas to perform a show at South by Southwest. I lost my ID out at South by Southwest and um had to go back for a court date. And he goes, "Oh shit, man." He's like, "That sucks." And I'm like, "Yeah, it does." And he's like, um, you know, how did everything go?" And I'm like, well, I mean, I lost my ID. So when I went back, um, you know, I had to, I had to tell the lawyer that I lost my ID. I got put on probation. I had to go back to uh, New York and serve probation for a year and a half. And, um, you know, I didn't even mention the fact that I got a heart condition through all that shit, stent in my heart, like all types of, it's just been bad. You know what I mean? And this dude, um, he goes, uh, do you have a devil? And I said, no, I don't. And um i said i haven't uh, I was thinking about selling a kidney to get one, but i haven 't been able to part with that <laughs> and uh, and really i 've been following Kid eight for um since before he put out the first series, so i 've been up on him, and like he 's one of the the dudes that when I first got into back into doing the show and stuff he 's one of the guys that were like I saw his work and I was like oh they're they've advanced the scene has advanced so much in the last four years or whatever, that I've been kind of just sitting back and like not really paying attention and just kind of like collecting what I normally collect that I've been neglecting all this other dope shit that's going on. And I think this dude's got some really dope shit going on. Like I'm, I'm I'm going to follow him and kind of see what happens with him and blah, blah, blah. He, at the time he was doing all right. Like he was doing good. And like, and, and, you know, shout out to uh to kid. He was doing, he was solid. But over the last like two months, since he put out the Devils series one and now series two, I see people tweeting about him now that never tweeted about him before. And I've seen the growth of in him as an artist and even just, just putting shit out on hand, putting shit out on different platforms, the way that he is able to market and stuff like that, his own, his own stuff. Like he's, he's really smart at that kind of stuff. And to me, that all makes a really dope artist. So I, I, I've been watching him and like, he's kind of proven me right this whole time to where I'm like, okay, I still got it. Like I, I can call these things out or whatever. And, um, I don't know. I just think that's dope. So anyways, um, mention a fishy. Uh, no, I, I don't have one. Haven't been able to get one. He said, uh, what's your, what's your Ethereum address? I was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. And I sent it to him and, um, and he sent me over the locked up devil. Um, so again, shout out to fishy. Like that's all I can say in this situation. Like I feel extremely grateful that he felt that I deserved it or that I earned it through my fucked up past of getting arrested for bullshit. Um, I've covered that before on episode three. I talked about with Harold bingo. I talked about all the the bullshit reasons I've gotten locked up and and arrested over the last however many uh, years of my life. Um, But they say everything happens for a reason and it appears uh, this was my reason, I guess.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, I got absolutely. a dope
1: ass. I got a dope ass piece of artwork out of it.
2: Nah, that's super fire. That's yeah. beautiful, man. Yeah, and I think the MT community is extremely supportful. The story you're telling right there is a great, uh, you know, little, right. um, a little uh, snapshot of it. I think, bro, by and large, the people in it are very supportive. You know, I think right now with everything just kind of the crypto market being down as a whole a little tougher you know i see a lot of people kind of getting down and being like oh i haven't sold you know kind of right. that type of thing but i mean i think it's just you know everything ebbs and flows and i'm not really making art just for the money anyways you know i wouldn't have. right <laughs> I, I never was really going gangbusters when i was going younger even on the projects that were successful you know what i'm saying it wasn't like chicken talk had like a uh a, a a deal with a label that was distributing. I was distributing that shit. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it was like a lot of my money was eating up in gas and fucking random shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was never like, I've been making this shit for money anyways. Like all the pieces I've dropped is because I like dropping those pieces. You know, I liked all those pieces. None of it was like, we need to make some money, throw some shit out. Like all of it was like, wow, I just found this dope artist from fucking South Korea. (laughs) You know, I found this amazing artist. This kid's fucking 19 from, uh, you know, he's 20 now, but, uh, you know caleb johnson from yep. uh, you know new zealand and like we just keep getting these pieces off you know right. it's like there's uh you know we have a collection out right now we only have one collection out uh and it's with nate in the wild um it's called nocturne skies and we've sold one of those to actually the guy who's like the biggest uh collector in the photography i guess side of community called uh, i think his name's cactics yeah Cact- yeah I've, yeah yep, i'm familiar yeah, hell yeah. So, it's um bro, I think the community is is very support supporting. I think it's just so early, bro. You know, yep. <laughs> it's like yep. talking about how fast it's evolving and it's so early. You know, I feel like a lot of the collectors and people that are really going to be interested aren't even really fully aware of the space yet. Like right. I didn't know about I knew about cryptocurrency, but I didn't know. I wasn't really interested in it until The NFT aspect came along and then I'm like, oh, now it's relevant to me, you know? So I think there's probably a lot of people who in the next two, three years are going to get hip to it that otherwise wouldn't have, you know, it really wouldn't have made sense.
1: No, it's real funny you say that because um, that's the one thing that I say to people is is like in the uh, so... Segment number one was with Jacob Meyer, who's, uh, who's like a collector and, um, he's a bored ape owner and, uh, super Yeti OG and stuff like that. Um, he, uh, he was on and, uh, we talked about some, we caught up on some stuff that's been going on in the, uh, the NFT scene, like with Jay Z and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then Catfish is back for, uh, for side B um nice. yeah it's it's a very uh very uh a very fun uh segment which is probably going to get us in trouble but whatever <coughs> um excuse me uh very rude um and then uh and then segment four um which is uh the second segment of side b of uh, of the podcast um gifted gab is on the show um uh girl uh woman west Coast MC I don't want to say female because I don't want to get in trouble by anybody I know she won't she won't get in trouble she won't get me in trouble though um it was a it was a great segment and um, one thing that I, I talked to her about nfts because when I have uh different like rappers on and stuff like that or whoever comedians or whatever I'm not just going to ignore nfts I like to try to get their perspective kind of and understand what they know about NFTs or see what they think about it. And if they don't care, like Harold Bingo didn't really care. Like I I tried to explain it to him and like he still kind of just gave me like, yeah, I don't know. It's not really for me. And I'm like, all right, bro. Like, all right, I tried. And um and hopefully like over the next couple months, like he'll think back to our conversation and he'll be like, you know, I should probably do that thing that GM was talking about on on the show. Um if not, cool. Uh with gifted, um I explained to her about nfts because she kind of was a little bit more interested where she was like yeah you know what's going on with these things and i'm like look the thing with nfts is you got to find a reason why you would care like that's the biggest thing is like why would you care about this technology or why would you care about this like some people just don't care because it hasn't been related to anything that they have or anything that they own or anything, or maybe they just don't own anything. Like there's a lot of reasons. Like they might think that it's only for rich people, but then when you find something like hen, um, that's, those are Tez. Like you, like literally it's like $3 right now for Tez. I was about to
2: say, I feel like hen is really the game changer. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I feel like hen changed it from being like, oh, all the collectors are like crypto bros who ran it up years ago. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, to Shit, bro, really anybody can be in it. That's why I was saying I'm getting my hand collection going because it was like I bought those two Genesis pieces in Ethereum and that was like um, <laughs> a lot of Tezos, if that would have been Tezos, you know, yep. Um, for those two. But I'm like, shit, you know, it's like there's so much dope stuff on hand, and people are, which, you know, Maybe maybe the additions are really what is working out on the number wise, you know? Yep. Because I see people doing stuff for like one or three TES, but then they do like 10,000 addition. I mean, I guess if you're doing a couple thousand of those, it would make sense, you know? Right. Um, I think it's more like the numbers game, but that also opens up to more people. You can sell a thousand of a piece to where on Ethereum, we are not really just going to do a thousand, you know? Right. Like it opens up the whole possibilities. I feel like, I feel like Hen really was the, the the equalizer in the whole market and i feel like once people realize like oh shit this is dope i feel like it's just such a barrier of entry into cryptocurrency if you don't know about it to even get to tezos <laughs> you know yep. so it's like telling people about it when i get people set up and i always send them that dcl blogger video what is the nft they're like what is this i'm like watch this you know right the dude uh Matty, he really knows what he's talking about so i'll send him that and then i hope him get set up with the wallet and all that yep but i'm like i think if um because I think the problem is you see the headlines and it's all people sold 69 million for one painting and yep. this stuff and which all that's like, of course, the sexy headlines. But bro, there's a lot of people who are able to quit their jobs to support themselves or people who are, you know, people who are really like paying off student loans or whatever, you know, using, using the money to really, um, you know, you see what create the board, their own independence. Do
1: you see what the board apes did with the, uh, with the kennel club?
2: Yeah, that was super smart. I bro. was like, "Where are these dogs coming from?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's bro. Really those
1: dope. those dogs. Like, if you own, you know, say say you got into apes early, which I say early, cause, but I mean, again, like it's only been however many months, um, uh, about a year or so, I think. Um, like, again, could be wrong there, but um, that's uh, that's one of those things where like they they uh, if you got into those early and say you got like five of them or whatever, um, like ten of them, something like that, whatever." and you get 10 dogs or five dogs and then you flip those dogs for an ethereum and a half ethereum a piece like or at this point like the floor on them is like i think three or four yeah and it's like that's life-changing fucking money that you got airdropped to you
2: yeah 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 it's pretty crazy it's really dope that's wild i feel like that's that's another another thing of the next evolutions too is like figuring out more things behind them. I think that's going into the access and stuff like that too, you know? Yep. It's like (coughs) maybe we drop an NFT and it comes with, you know, now you're part of our secret producer club or, you know? Right. Like I feel like with with the advent of Hen, things are able to do things at lower cost because, bro, there there was definitely at least one time where I hosed myself doing like, oh, let me just put a super low price on foundation, you know? Mm. And then it just – for whatever reason, the algorithms didn't promote it. I didn't wasn't able to get enough people shown, and it just sold for whatever that lowest price was. And after you split it, you almost take a loss because of how much the gas fee was at the time. Right. You
1: know, right?
2: Like I think I paid like one twenty on the gas to where Tezos is like fifty cent a dollar. You know, it's like yep, you really can't beat it. You really can't, especially now. People are really doing the one on ones now on on hen. Uh, they're really starting to do that. So you see people like Kid Eight. What he's selling for like four thousand Tezos or something like that. It was, I don't remember what it was, but it was a good amount, you know. So
1: yeah, man, that's 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 what it's it dope. Was, seeing 4, 000, like four thousand
2: Tezos. it's dope seeing all that on the same platform and it not being like when I first got on, it's like oh, Foundation is for this upper clientele and OpenSea right. is for the average person, and right. this is for that. It's like I didn't like the segmentation of all that, so it feels like Hen is like everybody just cares about art and wants to drop dope shit. Like there's this uh, dude named Ruben Fro so fire so fire dog he's just dropping heat on there <laughs> he's just mm-hmm. dropping heat like every day he's putting stuff on foundation and other sites too you know but it's like hen is the one that he just keeps mending to you know yeah um i just i just think when people really find out about that that i feel like that you know and that and then you know more more marketplaces on the ethereum blockchain that take advantage of the um you know the level two to where you're right. not actually having access and you know do the uh what is it proof of concept or whatever so much yep. you know um so I, th- I think as as um i'm actually developing something right now i can't really talk about it but <laughs> clearly people clearly people never effect. talk about it when they
1: say yeah. when they say something like that yeah i'm like
2: <laughs> I, I really can't right now really, I'm, I'm really doing something that's kind of i'm really kind of doing doing something right now working on. <laughs> i've been working the past couple months on something to kind of address some of the stuff that we're talking about you know yeah um what do you it think about avatar to projects?
1: Real. Like, are you a fan of those or no?
2: Um, they don't really uh, hit me as a consumer because I'm not really a collectible guy, you have know. You, I know, like, like, into, like, my like the lawyer loves aspect? well, like, my lawyer loves like collectibles, like, before NFTs and all that, he's like a collectible guy, like, yeah, he does like, like Comic Con and all that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like, he's really into collectibles. Like, I just never got into it, so like, the whole sense of just That aspect didn't really get me, but now realizing really, really with the board eight, because like the, uh, the crypto prunk, it was just the crypto punks are just over my head, bro. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't like, at least I like how the board eights look. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like they look cool to me. You know what I'm saying? Like it looks like some flash shit, you know? Right. I'm like, I would own that. Like the crypto punk was just like y'all are telling me this is important and I know it's historically significant, right. but it just doesn't, the art doesn't resonate with me, you know, yep. but the board apes. And then now saying how they're using that with the kennel club and all that. I'm like, Oh yeah. So now, now it's making me think like, all right,
1: well, there's also the aliens. Um, if you haven't looked into those, uh, there's the aliens that are more affordable. They're, they're a little bit lower of a floor. And, um, and also the gutter cats are another one where, they're like the board apes, um, and the fact that you can, you know, there's the community that backs them. I think for somebody like you, honestly, I think it would be great for you to jump into. Um, I did. I won the Super Yeti giveaway, and um, that was. No. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I uh, it wasn't the greatest experience with the with the with the the Yetis themselves, or you know, the the quote unquote team or whatever. Um, and the Discord and all that. But mm-hmm. the one thing I'll say that I do appreciate from that experience a lot, and I talked about this in in segment one, is that um. I met a lot of really cool people through that. Like there's a lot of people that now listen to the show or that had my back through that where they didn't uh, throw me under the bus or whatever, like super yetis. Basically they put out the the super yetis. They sold like, uh, like 3000 of them or whatever. And when they sold them, there was a lot of people in the discord that were asking questions where they were really confused. Nobody knew what the fuck was going on. So I reached out to him and was like, guys, if you want to jump on the podcast, we can do that. But I, I got family coming in so we can do it in a week. Then shit got real hot for him in the discord where people were like, all right, I'm fucking out of this project. Like, I'm not I'm not going to do this. Like, I was going to buy a 100 of these or whatever, but like, I'm not doing this shit. So I reached out to him. was like, guys, shit's getting really fucking hot. Why don't, um why don't you jump on the show and I'll, I'll plug up everything tomorrow morning. We'll get this done before I have family in and I'll post it so that that way people can kind of feel confident in their purchase or whatever. And, you know, and you guys can get your story out or whatever. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Great. You know, I'm like, all right, great. We line up. Everything's cool. We do the segment. I post a segment, um, 600, over 600 episodes or over 600 listens later, um, they go from Three thousand sold to ten thousand sold, uh, sold out overnight uh, in twenty four hours. Oh, that's dope. Um, from posting the podcast. Now, this would be dope, except for nobody from the Super Yetis ever hit me up after the sellout to be like, Hey GM, thank you so much for doing this. Or Hey, um, here's some Yetis to give away for your listeners or anything like that. I was in their discord and there was a lot of people that would jump in there and ask a lot of questions and I would answer those questions and I'm not part of the team or anything like that, but I'm a Yeti owner. So I want to see the project do well. So I would inform them what was going on and I'd be like, you can go listen to the podcast or you can do this, whatever. Eventually they promoted a, a troll as a mod. Um, the mod booted me from the discord because he basically shadow trolled me for like five fucking days. All every comment I made, he'd be like, um, oh, you're, you're a clown, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. So I blocked him. So then when he became mod, I had him blocked. So then he tried, he, he told them like, yo, I tried to message him, but he had me blocked. Well, of course I did. You were a fucking asshole. Why wouldn't you, why why wouldn't I block you? So, um, they banned me from the discord and, uh, it, this, this guy does the, the troll mod bans me from the discord. Um, later on that day, I find out that the troll mod has been kicked out of the discord. He's not a mod anymore, but nobody reaches out to me to be like, Hey, GM are bad. Uh, we shouldn't have kicked you out of the discord. You've done a lot for us. We really appreciate it. But there was none of that shit. I had people that were hitting me up like, yo, um, I bought 150 yetis because of the, uh, because of the podcast.
2: Oh, you know what shit. I'm saying?
1: Like I know for Damn. a fact, this isn't me like patting myself on the back. This is me saying like the podcast was important. It's not Twitter spaces or um or Clubhouse. It it doesn't disappear when you end it or whatever. Like it stays there and people can listen to it to feel comfortable or have a reference. Like it's good promotion. That's something that people need to embrace in the NFT community as, a, as creators. There's a promotional run you have to go on before you release something if you want it to do well a lot of these don't really do that. They just, they just want to sell out because it's a, it's a 10,000 project. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, that doesn't, that, that works for some people, but in this instance, it was not going to work. Like I'm telling you, people were fucking bailing. And then afterwards people were buying the fuck in. And like I said, after, after that experience, I was like, well, this is fucking whack. But I had a lot of people that hit me up after that. They were like, yo, why aren't you in the discord anymore? Um, yo, that's crazy. You did a lot of, you did, you know, you did a lot for those dudes. And this isn't just like one or two people. This is like, I, I literally get hit up like once a week, even now, just to, just to say it like once or twice a week, probably. So it is what it is. But like I said, the community aspect of owning the avatar um it it does help in terms of if you have something going on like with with yourself with music and stuff like that and blah 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 you can lock in with a lot of people that own an alien or whatever that might be looking for music for uh for you know for their creation for the soundtrack for like an alien cartoon or something like that um but you can only really experience that fully if you own it
2: word yeah you know what i'm saying so, no, that's what's up. Yeah. I've been here in the board. Apes uh, community is very supportive too. So yeah, I'm interested yeah. to getting more
1: gutter caps, uh, apes, um, and, uh, and aliens, like I said, are like the, the ones that are, you know, in my opinion, those are the ones that I'm looking for. Like yeah. those are the ones, you know, That's but, what's up. Um, word. Well, burn one. I, uh, I appreciate you taking the time, um, to, uh, to join me here and listen to random skits and uh, do stupid shit. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but if you have, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a a little beat here. Um, This is actually the beat that, uh, that we used for, um, for the NFT. Uh, so So, um, if you could go ahead and let the people know if you want to drop some bars real quick <laughs> i just playing with you um, if you want to let the people know where they can get a hold of you follow you um, all that good stuff uh, this would be the time
2: to do it yeah you can find me on all social media DJ Burn 1 DJ B-U-R-N-O-N-E uh, you can find me on Foundation OpenSea DJ Burn 1 Showtime all that uh, hit me up if you need some music if you need an NFT scored, if you need your songs mixed and mastered um. Yeah. Check us out. We're everywhere, man. Yeah.
1: Everyone, I gotta put you on blast real quick. I think you gotta follow me on Twitter. Oh shit! I'm not following know. you. No, <laughs> I don't know what happened, but, but well, it was the blind box account, right? And then I switched it from the blind box account because it wasn't the blind box anymore. But then it was me, right? And I'm not. I'm not mad if you if you unfollowed me because, especially during the political season, I I got pretty uh I got pretty heavy with it, so. <laughs> um so i'm not mad if you uh if you follow me what i'm saying is if you want to give me another chance (laughs) then you could you could give me another chance and uh and we could try this thing over again and and see how i do
2: oh no i got you i just followed you back bro word i appreciate you bro we uh
1: like i said man we uh i think we got a lot of common right now um you know i think you're especially in the hip-hop area um you know you're you're one of the first to do it with this stuff and um you know, and I like to claim myself is is one of the same right now. I don't really know anybody else that's doing exactly um exactly what I'm doing. I don't know anybody else that's doing exactly what you're doing. Um, so I guess we're pioneers in that way, Burnwell. Gotta
2: love it, man. You know, but every day we learn. So <laughs> every day, bro. Every day's learning <laughs> experience, man, for sure. But
1: again, bro, I uh, I appreciate you stopping through, and um, and we'll link up again um sometime soon.
2: Hell yeah. Perfect, man. Much love. Appreciate you for having me.